Hi, everybody. I'm Vince Gaslight. <laughs> I don't remember my name now. Why did you, why did you put me on the spot like that, asshole? <laughs> I'm Frankie Facts. And this is The, the Shot, Shot Pod. I'm going to need this. I think it was actually Frankie Figures we decided. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So it was kind of funny right before we started recording. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to turn my phone on silent. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to do that too. He's like, every time we start recording, I think to myself, I have no friends who gives a shit. And then that's the one time of the week that everyone's just like, hey, Mark. Are you alive? Or <laughs> yeah. I get the same fucking thing. Alex, do you exist still? You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you, you if, like you listen, if you listen back on former episodes, you'll hear like the bump, 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 like his fucking yeah. ringtone. It goes off. Oh, quite okay. Bit. Whoops. Oh, shit. Mitishi um, Hurakaturo is going to sue me from uh, the Dreams Come True band. That, that He's actually <laughs> a dude from a band that was hired to do the soundtrack for Sonic 1 and 2. So then they asked him to do the soundtrack for Sonic 3. And he's like, fuck you, man. You guys haven't paid me like any money. Money and you're making millions and millions off these cartridges and you've paid me like a flat hundred thousand dollars like yeah. feet like what the fuck and they're like oh no come on we'll give you like five hundred thousand for this one he's like fuck off and that's why michael jackson came in and did some of the music and that's why none of that music is on the new sonic origins because michael still owns it yeah so, so you heard me say i'm vince gaslight i've mentioned that before that's going to be a moniker for uh, a character that i'm going to create for just taking some of the news and the political news out of uh, the podcast so we can put it into short little YouTube skits. So you'll need to go to our YouTube page. If you search the shot pod with a zero in YouTube, you can find us. Uh, yeah. You got to put the zero in shot. Yeah. We've got uh, the first half hour of a few episodes already. Up almost there. every episode from 25 forward. Like we've got almost well over 15 or so of them almost up there. it's pretty there's, awesome there's, there's been a few hiccups we're pretty pretty you should but, go look uh, at us <laughs> but uh regardless we're gonna start coming out with uh this little news segment called a shot minute and it's gonna be our news and uh, we're gonna have frankie figures that'll be uh alex <laughs> and then vince gaslight uh that'll be me as we give you news with uh the sources to follow back. So we will vet our sources. So it's not just going to be, well, I heard these people on a podcast say this, although we will, you know, we will always make light of a serious fucking situation. That's no what matter, we do. No matter how afraid we are. <laughs> is this episode 43? Uh, yes. This is episode 43. We haven't talked because usually we announce it at the beginning. So yeah, this is episode 43. Um, we had a week end or we had a week off so we were a little behind and i had people being like yo what the fuck <laughs> and i was like oh i'm sorry i was like out on a beach chasing a girl around and they were like oh give a shit about your bullshit alex <laughs> i don't give a fuck about your crap you chase all the pussy you want on your own time i wanted the shot pod and i didn't get it and i'm not pleased so i apologize in <laughs> advance it'll never happen again i promise 
next time. And that's that's where he goes. Sorry, babe. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, we're having a game with it. Oh, we'll see about that. Yeah. When, when I'm sitting around quarter quarter to eleven at night, I get a phone call from Alex and. Yeah, so she wants to know where the episode is. <laughs> Does she have a gun to your head right now? Does she have a gun? Where's the fucking episode? I wouldn't be surprised, you know? Some of these girls are a little bit crazy. Um, so, actually, it's kind of funny. She's at My Chemical Romance tonight, so that's kind of funny. I don't get the My Chemical Romance thing. I think it was just like... It, I like some of their songs. I told her flat out. I was like, I, I understand why it's so big for you because it's like Blink-182 for me. Blink is so, so important to me. It's one of my top five bands. Anytime I've seen them live, I cry like a bitch. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I can't help but for some of the songs, man... So Alex is in the crowd going, Oh, my I God, literally, I'm yeah, like, They start playing certain songs, man, and I, I die. It's a girl at the rock. No, that, that's a fun one that's a dancing song you're such an asshole god damn it no and they play stuff like down if they play i miss you or if they play i thought adam's song was always a big one for me when i was in high school that was a big so and they don't they started busting that out again so i don't know blink's big for me like that so i i get shows that you you go to some shows to be like i I always said there was three kinds of concerts unos dos and tres the first kind of concert is the we are going to drink and look at bitches and look there's titties look over there's titties over there's titties you know you're going to see iron maiden you're going to see pantera you're going to see like something heavy some slayer you know it's just like let's go look at the titties let's listen to heavy music everybody drink and get hammered there's those shows so this this isn't a concert here but i just wanted to say at a bare knuckle fighting championship match when when this female won the match she got so excited she hopped the ropes flashed the crowd good shit that's it props (laughs) to you man embrace it there's those shows there's um shows like when i go to go see dream theater or when i go to see rush you know you're there you're probably sitting down in a theater or maybe there's a pit but you're not like pushing each other around you're there to watch the light show you're there to watch the story unfold if there's some kind of concept album going on you know you're there to experience the show I mean, I love that shit just as much as I love getting hammered Blink in circle ended pits. Up, Blink ended up going that route, like like well, for, but, for uh, but like neighbors. I said, then they, then there's the I I came to cry. Then yeah. there's I'm here to cry. Are you here to cry? I'm also here to cry. <laughs> Thank you. I'm. I, I, do you cry when you listen to them? I go home and cry when I listen to them. Yeah. like there's that too. And so that's that's Twenty One Pilots watched, and Blink. Uh, have you ever watched Tom set up for the live performance of uh, Ghost on the Dance Floor? Like, he'll, like, fucking hit his pedal, and you'll hear that. Oh, that was a really good imitation. That was ear piercing. (laughs) Holy fuck. If any dogs listen to the shot pod, they've just gone deaf. Yeah, and then, uh, and then. You know he'll hit his next pedal, his next one, and then and then eventually comes a bounce, 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 I know how loop pedals work, dude. It's how what I kind of my thing. But like just watching the setup of that, like that's what when you were saying like oh the the rush and their light show and all that shit, like Blink got that way. They did eventually, I think so. But I think that like and they kind of lost something when they did that though because Blink was always like I I hate to say this. But like, because I know bands are supposed to evolve, and I'm always about that. Like, you, until you're in a band and you kind of understand <laughs> that you got to kind of keep doing new shit, it's kind of you can't I'm shit on them. But I saw them on the Take Off Your Pants and Jacket tour, yeah. and they had emotional songs That's that were long- one of my favorite albums. Take oh, that that was obviously the best tour to see them on, man. Yeah. It was right before he had back surgery too, so he's still dick riding the guitar. You know, the guitar was just right down <laughs> yeah. in his fucking knees, and he was playing it with like that old Strat, yeah. and he straight he sw- swapped to a Telly after that. Yeah. 
So I got to see Blink in their fucking prime, in my opinion. Travis did a drum solo with the spinning drum kit in the air, where it was yeah. up in the air. It was fucking insane. I saw them with Green Day when Green Day was touring Warning in 2002. So it's before <laughs> the uh, American Idiot shit, before they, before they went all emo and makeup, yeah. when they were still like not giving a fuck and destroying their instruments on stage. Like I got to see pretty cool shit. Yeah. So and I taking back Sunday and the used opened up for that show. So it's pretty insane. But anyways, but that was a perfect blend because Blink had moments where the curtain came down and they did some acoustic songs and they did some more emotional stuff and it was really, really cool. And then they would get back into the funny moments and then, you know what I mean? And it was a good blend of all that. And yeah. it's just, and then they kind of like dumped out of the funny stuff and got more serious and more serious. I think it was also because they kind of hated each other. So they couldn't banter on stage yeah. like they used to because they wanted each other to die. <laughs> the, uh, when uh, when Blink got Matt Skiba and every like they didn't have the new stuff yet and Matt Skiba kept playing like Tom's roles and I just kept like I was very much like you with the three days of grace with the new guy yeah, I, was I was like, like fuck nah, I'm like you it. can't you can't do it when when they did create their own stuff I loved I loved California. I, yeah I did so, like I'm with you on that so it's it's kind of it's weird to hear him sing dysentery Gary. Yeah. Got a lot of heartache. <laughs> He's a fucking weasel. It's like, it's, Matt, stop. Yeah. It's the same thing with uh, the new guy from three days for me. You don't, yeah. you don't like him at all, but mm -hmm. I, I don't like him singing the older shit. It's like, you got your stuff and I like the way your new yeah. stuff sounds. Then don't you're call not, it three days. Like, that's why I don't gotcha. like that. That's why I don't like when they so bands don't do call that. it blink 182 then. <laughs> I agree, but they did. Yeah. And we still bought it cause we're fucking idiots. Like, you know, we don't get to choose what they did. Yeah. You know, fuck man. But I remember we were laughing about that Pantera reunion, how there's only two of them. And yeah. the two guys that are still in the band are the least important members, which is why they're going out and going, yeah, we're going to do this in honor of them. And I was like, it would be like if Mark had died of cancer and Travis was like, yeah, I'm going out with Matt and some replacement guy on bass. And we're calling, it blink like be like that's not blink Travis. Like, i don't give a fuck i am travis barker and i am going on tour with these guys and it's blink show and you will like it and you will get backstage passes and see us like i could say it would be like when like when axel was the only guy in gnr and people it was a joke for a long time you know yeah. like I, that's what this pantera thing is to me anyways i just think i had to point that out again how funny that was so I have to say, as much as I, this uh, relationship thing, oh, I used a bad word. Um, the thing that I'm involved in right now is going well. It's probably going to end abruptly because Andor starts on September 21st and <laughs> I will be glued to my fucking Disney Plus watching Star Wars and she doesn't give a fuck about Star Wars. Yeah. And I was like, would you like to start from the Phantom Menace and by the time the 21st comes, you'll probably uh, understand what's going on? And she was like, not really. And I was like, well, I mean, well that's not good. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very common thing in relationships. Like, I'll get I'll get bitched at to to adjust my schedule. I'm like, but I want to watch shit that you don't want to watch, and this is my time to watch it. It's true. So like, even when you, you gotta were, have time to watch. So your even own when shit. you were saying like, oh, did you watch the Lord of the Rings show? And yes. I was like, oh, I will. Well, I did last night. Okay, so we got it. That's our first. That's that's coming up next. We're talking about that because <laughs> yeah. I've gotten through both of the first episodes yeah. now. Yeah. So we're talking about that. <laughs> yeah. You want to hit this now? Yeah, sure. All right. Okay. Yes. No. But uh, the, as far as that stuff goes, it's nice to have your own things. But then there's all kinds of stuff you can you have in common. You just make sure you fucking balance it out yeah, right exactly fucking call and return shit that's all yeah okay so i asked her about the lord of the rings i was like hey i really want to watch this lord of the rings like do you want to watch it with me you know do you want to maybe rewatch the fellowship and stuff like that at some point do you know she's like i give zero fucks about that i was like perfect that's cool i'll just go to town with it <laughs> i would have waited otherwise you know what i mean it could have been our, a thing that we did but that's all you gotta do that's yeah. like they're not that hard they're not that it's not that hard just to not be a piece of shit <laughs> anyways so um i watched both episodes 
it is slow. It is yeah. fucking slow. This is part of why but, I don't like that they stop making movies and they're making a series out of everything. Well, okay. Because so, there are some, like Obi-Wan did a good job at taking a, what could have been a movie and spreading it over six full episodes. I think this show is going to take what could have been done in a fucking hour and a half movie and they're going to make it last well, over all these episodes. I mean, okay, you got to think Fellowship started out slow as well. Everybody I just I find that those first the, the all three of those movies were pretty quick. Like it, it, there was a lot to take in if you were actually paying attention. But that's just me. Well, oh, I paid attention. It started off really slow, but it was also three hours long. So anything, like like <laughs> it, it had enough so to fast. pick up in the movie that it's like, oh, okay. Well, the, now they're fucking in the the mountains, and there's the trail. Oh, they're entering the 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 mountain cave. Are we going to go scene by scene through the whole fucking thing? Because I'm down if you are. Shall we do our own little... Let's just do a cut thing. Just pack and... Is that going to be... We should do that. We should make that a shot pod thing now. Will we just... Hey, so, so me and Mark are going to do a movie, and then we'll just do the movie front to back, but it'll be really horrible cut scenes. So in light of uh, with what Alex was just saying in regards to watching something uh, that your partner doesn't want to watch, but... Okay, so... I'm just going to jump. We're not talking about porn either. No, no, no. So I'm just going to jump into it. So uh, the first three movies, when they came out in theaters, uh, Fellowship, Two Towers, and Return of the King, I saw the first two with my brother. And my brother's... Like opening nights or close to it? Because I was there for two... Opening night for Two Towers. It might have been like the weekend after. Yeah, opening night for Two Towers was crazy. For Return of the King, he was in a relationship. And he's like, well... She's like, I don't want you to... He's like... I want to go see it with her. And was like, oh, okay. She never wanted to see it. So he tried to get her out there. She wouldn't go. And every time I'd, every time I'd ask him, cool. so are we going? Are we going? Are we going? No, no, no. I literally couldn't find anybody to go with. So I went by myself. Oh, my God, Mark. <laughs> I've never had to do this. I've, I would stay home. I'm such a fucking like, bitch because I'd be like embarrassed. But like, I, just, I wish I gave that little fucks. About something I, I wanted to go. I was just that crazy about it that I wanted to go, and it's like fuck it. If I, don't I have didn't, anybody you know what? Go, I don't have I'll a much go. better story. Then, you know what I said about I went opening night to the two towers. I went with my mom. <laughs> it was just my, me and my mom dressed normal. We were in, I was in like a t-shirt and shorts or something. No, I was. It was. It was. I think it was Christmas, close to Christmas time when those came out. So I was probably not in a t-shirt. But either way, I remember looking down at all the people dressed up. It's just me and my mom. I was like, this is really cool, but we're underdressed. <laughs> you know, it was pretty fucking cool. So okay. Just like I'm not, I'm a, I'm a bit of a Lord of the Rings guy. Like I like it, but I, I feel like I should have done a rewatch before before I watched this, and I'm going to watch Fellowship again because it's kind of what it's based around. Because the Fellowship talks about how the rings became one, yeah. right? So the other two aren't really that important. That's the one that kind of needs to be rewatched if you want to understand well, what they're. What I the, mean, they never actually became one. It was just the one ring to rule rule them all. all. Okay, the okay, settled. Yeah. So my point is now correct. So I'm going to say some things, and you're going to tell me if I'm wrong because you. I think you know more about this than me. Okay. Um, this is show is this show is about how they made those those rings because right now Sauron's just like out there and they're like, "Fuck, man, what are we gonna do?" I think he's gone, but maybe he's not. Like he's he's just like they don't have any way to really fight him other than sending a lot of people and hoping that some of them come back. So is this show about them going, "Let's like you know make these rings that are like really powerful, like so that they can like maybe contest his power, and then uh, we don't all just get massacred all the time whenever he decides he wants to expand his uh, demon realm?" Uh, from what I believe. It's, I mean, it's, it's pretty close. So, uh, so Morgoth, it was, uh, was like Sauron's 
lord, like yeah. the, the guy above. It's his master. It's yeah. His, yeah. So he's slain. We call him Palpatine. So he's slain, and that's supposed to be the first age. And and then coming in this, uh, when she when Galadriel left for for Middle Earth. Yep. She's going to Middle-earth, and this is supposed to be the time where you know Sauron comes in. And Sauron is the guy who gets the, the one ring made up to rule all the other rings. So, yes. Oh, okay, so they're going to... Oh, okay, sorry, so I don't want to ruin it. So this the whole story of the prequel is they come up with these this Fellowship of the Ring. Where, you well, know, no, the Fellowship is the Hobbits. Like that's Okay, sorry. So they come up with this... The Rings bun- of Power. Everybody has rings of power from all the different factions of man and yeah. elves and dwarves and all this bullshit. Okay, so his Sauron's uh, answer to that is, well, I'll just make one that rules them all. Yeah. And this is about how that happens. So yeah. this is going to be a bad guy's win series. At the yeah. end of it, he's going to basically say, no, nah, fuck you. Yeah. Oh my god! I really can't. T- I can't wait. <laughs> I'm actually really excited now because Bad Guys Win is my favorite shit. Yeah. So yeah. okay, you know I'm, what? Like, and and for I for, just hope it picks up though because right now I just want to see somebody talk about something that's related to it. I know they're they're. Well, I liked the worm. The worm idea was pretty cool. The, and like the the racism's already happening. Like the fucking humans are like, oh, she's an elf. Yeah. Oh God. Here we go. <laughs> No, there was some. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what they do with it. But there, like, there's, I don't know. Peter Jackson just had this really great way of directing that. that <laughs> and that, when and when Peter Jackson's like, "Yo, are you guys gonna call me for for tips on filming this and all and that?" They, yeah. And they were like, "No." Yeah, and it's it's obvious because to me, <laughs> like, I don't know. Peter Jackson's just he's 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 like Snyder or he's like Nolan. He's a good or, storyteller. He's just got to no. He, it's not even that. It's just he's he's like when you're talking about drummers, where the greatest drummers you know right away. You know what I mean? He's like one of those directors where within the first like forty minutes of a movie, you're like, I know who's directing this, or like Tarantino, or like you know, like like Snyder, like Nolan, like um. I just I find that he's on that same level, and if by not even asking him, by making him not even executive producer or consulting producer or anything like that, like it to me just looks like a sci-fi show. It it, it doesn't feel like Lord of the Rings to me yet yeah. at all. I'm hoping it'll get there, but right now I feel like I'm watching a Game of the Thrones Game of Thrones ripoff, and there's already one of those fucking prequels out there right now. People are gonna <laughs> yeah. choose. Honestly, that's what the biggest competition of this show is, and it's gonna destroy them if they don't pick this fucking story up quick. And the directing is nowhere near like it was for Jackson did those fucking the three Hobbits, Hobbit yes. ones too. So and I didn't really like those, but they were still like I said, still had his that you're losing. They're right now they're losing me. So they better pick it up. How many episodes are supposed to be? Do we know? Because two no, out now. I don't know. Oh fuck, man! They're an hour each, like a full hour. So I don't yeah. imagine there'll be more than six or seven. I don't give a shit. I'm just scared. I'm just so excited for Andor. I don't give a fuck about anything. <laughs> Honestly, the whole world could burn. I don't give a fuck about the MCU. I don't so, give a fuck about none uh, of it. One, one of the bigger uh, questions. There's is, only two things I'm thinking you, about right now. and that's, Who do you think the guy is that, that crashed out of the sky and for, forged an eye of fire on the ground? I don't know. I, and then he's now they're taking care of him in the ep- second episode if you've seen that yeah so so I don't know I don't know enough about pe- the Lord of the Rings Lord of to guess do you have a guess some people are guessing that it's Gandalf yeah I was thinking the same thing and then and he's then like that, lost or something and then the other guess would be that it's Sauron because it's the eye so oh. I don't know oh fuck the eye is like its own separate thing and it's that lost ass old dude yeah. and he's going to come looking for it. I mean, oh, this is I mean, so cool. The, the, fi- the fire was cold. The fireflies yeah, they died. Said that, yeah. So. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, this is some evil shit here. This guy's not good, but I didn't, under- yeah, I didn't know. I don't know enough about the Lord of the Rings lore to start guessing. Well, I mean, 
in your defense there, when it came to the Lord of the Rings lore, remember they fired the guy who was all like, you're polluting the lore. Right. So. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> even if I was a guy who knew a lot about the lore, I'd still be having it. I'd be on the show having it in years. Oh, they got all this stuff wrong. I was reading the books. It's not accurate. What was happening? Ah, Tolkien's really over in his grave. <laughs> Like that? Ladies and gentlemen, Frankie figure. <laughs> Is that? Yeah, okay. Okay, I'll have to remember this. This char- You're watching this character develop live, man. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but I will admit, one thing I got to talk about about the show was the CGI slash effects or whatever. Like when they were in that cave and that fucking troll looking motherfucker came at them. What was that thing? Big snow troll. Whatever. It was a troll. Okay, yeah. that snow troll, it was cool looking as shit. That was a cool the, fight. The problem I had with that is like, Oh, okay. So you're all gonna sit back while she fights? Yeah, because they're useless. And she's the, <laughs> like, she's just the most badass elf ever. But they're still elves, and they're still supposed to be fighting. She's just like the leader. It's like, okay, yeah, hang fuck, on. He fucked up two of them. You already threw. T- they're tired. They've been going a lot. She's worn them out. They made it pretty clear they were not interested in being there anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so maybe when the uh, guy he was like, you know what? I'm calling it in. Let him have at the bitch. You want to go further north? Do you? Then. You can fucking fight the goddamn elves. Fuck. The, 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 whatever I'm the going trolls. on about. The trolls. The trolls are all yours. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, I mean, she was talked to by uh, by uh, her family there saying like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can lead them. But like how many elves are you willing to sacrifice right. for your cause? It's, and it's a good, that's a good point. You know, it, it's this whole few for the many mentality that I talk about quite often, you know, that. She's like, I don't care how many elves I have to sacrifice. And, My brother died. I will and, and, but who's, fight this at, to at the, the end. At the end of the show, we know she's going to be right. And she should be sacrificing them because he's out there and he is fucking waiting. And the shit is about to go down. So that's the sad thing is that even though in the well, moment, like in, mean, in our lives, we're like, no, that's not cool. You can't, sacrifice, I mean, you can't do that. You think about it and then you go by like the movies. You know, she ends up just in her own woods while the other guys are. People think I'm at the MCR concert. <laughs> Yo, how's the concert? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, my good friend and comedian one Evan that's, that's, Evan Wonderlick is, is out there. Who's Helena? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that would set them off, wouldn't it? Oh shit! <laughs> Cheers to that. Oh man. I don't mind a couple MCR songs, but I got to say Gerard's stuff that he did after the band was way fucking better than anything I think he ever did with the band. That's just me. I'm sure nobody agrees with that, but I think I've heard Gerard's solo stuff and I like it. I think it's pretty cool. I think it's pretty original sounding. I I never was impressed by a lot of MCR. I think it's weird that you'll hop on stage and address, but I also thought it was weird that Kurt Cobain did the same thing. Ah, and that's why I don't like when people do it because it was Kurt. Kurt did it and Kurt was the first weirdo to just not give a fuck and <laughs> be yeah, like, I'm like doing every, it just to piss people off, just to piss off homophobes, but just ev- to piss off But everybody the who mainstream. saw Kurt do it is like, oh, he's high as a motherfucker right now. <laughs> I know, but like, and it's just, I, yeah. I, like, uh, man, I always felt like, and oh shit. In the music I, I said I wasn't going to say anything that she was going to get really mad about, but here I fucking go. I, I've always felt like, like MCR was like Nirvana light. It was like Nirvana for this generation of emo kids that were nah. like, didn't understand Nirvana. So I was like, oh, well, well, you I can mean, have MCR then. Well, no, this is your band to cry Nirvana to. Nirvana was grunge and MCR is kind of emo. I know, but I, it felt very tributish to me. I don't know. I felt like all the same kids that you were wearing Nirvana sweaters when I was in high school were obsessed with MCR in, in like 2005. 
that's just I don't know. I kind of felt like you know the, the emo weird... came from that kind of side of grunge, like Polly, you, you like know, songs like Polly. The weirdest thing for me is uh, having been into punk rock for so long and watch it and, evolve into that. And no, 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 not no, no, no. Just having been into punk rock for so long and seeing like the colored hair, the Chelsea cuts, the Mohawks, and everything, and now anybody with those hairstyles are typically bitching at social movements and right. like oh yeah. god you're like a third wave feminist what the fuck happened yeah it's true fashion's gotten really interesting <laughs> but then here we are you sitting in a flannel shirt me and my shot pod hoodie we like we look like it's 1989 <laughs> and we don't give a fuck yeah. and if it was 1989 we'd look cool in fact if it was 1989 we'd be hot We'd be, yeah. we'd be like, people be like, yo, man, Alex and Mark, man, get, I want the Alex and Mark shot pod uh, uh, calendar, <laughs> yeah. you know, where they're in their thong underwear with their with their mics. But no, no, <laughs> unfortunately, it's 2022, and uh, that's a rare limited item that costs around ten thousand dollars. So what that calendar that we did yeah. that we don't yeah. like to talk about exactly, yeah, <laughs> <That> calendars, <laughs> ladies, it's out there. Go digging, <laughs> look on eBay. If I had somebody say like. Yo, do you have the calendar for ten thousand? I'll give it to you. I'd be like, Alex, let's, let's go. go. <laughs> Tammy, Tam Tam, point and shoot. Let's get this fucking party started. Yeah. Okay. It, it, would, it would be like it would be almost as grotesque as uh, Peter Griffin and Homer Simpson washing. Cars. <laughs> oh no that was hard to watch like i was like all about like yeah i can't wait to watch the merger episode that they do come on guys give me what show me what you got oh my god yeah. the fuck have you done <laughs> seth and matt what is wrong with you okay all right i'll i'll suffer through it i'll suffer through yeah is it gonna be halloween soon it is. It is. So uh, anybody that's like, oh, settle down with your pumpkin spice and your Halloween. Fuck off, okay? Like it's it, it's already the hot. It's already cold at night. It's time to start thinking about leaves and it's pumpkins. It's cold in the fucking morning, it's man. Time you, to put set your like, girl up in a scream costume and bend her over in the woods. We're at that typical school season where when you get up in the morning, you're like, holy fuck, it's freezing. But then by midday, you're like, why is it so hot? I put on pants today. This is the season where you wake up in the morning and your girl rolls over and cuddles into you a little closer, and you have that dirty under the covers morning sex before y'all go to work that's the this is what that season's for because in the summertime that doesn't happen it's too you wake up and it's like oh fuck it's so sticky the sun is coming up i hate summer get off of me bitch <laughs> but now, but no no the fall that doesn't happen it's fantastic so i'm quite liking i like when it gets cold <laughs> yeah. at night but yeah then you're like you know you come out of work at four or five o'clock you're like holy shit it's 30 it's fucking 30 yeah this is bullshit it's a good thing i have more my tearaways because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's 1996 and I'm Ricky from the Trailer Park Boys, right? Yeah. I actually still have a pair of like unzip fucking shorts that come from khakis that I've refused to wear <laughs> from way back in the day. There, yeah. I have them in a drawer somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I might wear them out one day when I'm at a corn reunion concert or something. <laughs> so with Halloween on the way, uh, we will be doing Halloween themed episodes for the entire month of October, and that means because our episodes are usually like one week behind. At the, uh, the the last week of September, we're going to we're gonna bust out our Halloween and just do it all the way through Halloween. I'm also going to be doing some haunted houses, and I'm going to take some footage if I can, even if I just turn my phone on and hold it, and I'll play I'll play some of it. Maybe I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it on the Bluetooth. I think because I want to go to some yeah. of these places and push some of them. You yeah. know, like I love Phantom Farms. I'm fucking hitting Phantom Farms. <laughs> they haven't been open for two years. They're like one of my favorites, so that's yeah. on my list. Uh, we're also going to announce our. Uh, 
costume recommendations. Every episode, we're going to have different costume ideas. Oh, it's going to be good times. We'll have some dirty ones. We'll have some <laughs> yeah. not so dirty ones. We'll, we, it's going to be good times. And staying in the theme of Halloween, ghost, spooky horror stuff, I've got some news here about uh, Jason Voorhees. So Sean S. Cunningham, the creator of Jason Voorhees, no, not the Pamela Voorhees story, <laughs> and not even necessarily her deformed son that the camp counselors ignored while flirting sexually with one another. I'm talking the potato sack wearing, goalie mask wearing, undead, super strength, machete wielding killer himself may be making a comeback now that the lawsuit dust has settled. Sean S. Cunningham updated his Cameo page. Now, Cameo is a video message service from celebrities to give video recorded greetings, birthday wishes, congratulatory messages to people who are willing to pay for them. And Sean's info page, or Sean's info on his page says, Sean S. Cunningham directed and produced the seminal horror film Friday the 13th, creating the iconic villain Jason Voorhees. The movie has spawned 12 installments with a 13th scheduled for next year. And so this set, like, the community on fire. Oh, Jason's coming back! Which we did talk about before because there was a big trial and, like, oh, the rights to Jason were, were lost. Which is big news. <clears throat> because I'm not sure if it would actually be titled Friday the 13th because of uh, th that movie was based on the mother suffering the loss of her child, and so she goes on a mental rampage. Are you getting counselors. into the stories of Friday the 13th? Specifically the first one. Oh, I love you Because so much. from what I understand happened in the lawsuit, the rights went back to Victor Miller. He owned the original screenplay. Victor himself said he wasn't too enthused about the idea of Jason because he wrote the story about Pamela. Okay. Sean took the franchise in the direction of Jason becoming the new killer and running with it. So what I recall happening was the judge saying the idea of the goalie mask killer wasn't Sean's, uh, was Sean's and not Victor's. And uh, the Friday the 13th uh, Crystal Lake, Pamela Voorhees was Victor's, which would obviously change a lot of the lore surrounding Jason. So unless Victor and Sean have started seeing eye to eye again from what I read years ago was, I think, a dummy script about the next movie having to do with Thomas Voorhees, which was uh, Jason's father. It was a winter setting and had something to do with the contrast of red blood on white snow in a nighttime setting. Ah, uh, okay. I would love for, for, for that to happen. I want to see the, the father who's supposed to be the mental. So do they have anything scheduled to come out in October, like 100%? No, 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 no. This, this, uh, it's saying next year. Be next year. Yeah. Um, oh, fuck, man. What, what are they, ha what's going on for October this year? Is there any big, like, movie that's coming out or in, any horror shit that's. Halloween ends or. Yeah, the hell. That's the yeah. only one I've really seen, though. There's no Saw movies or anything coming out. Uh, the new Saw movie comes out next year. Oh, fuck. Okay. So that'll be cool. I've got a couple things to look forward to. I think as this. As well as the new Insidious, which is next year. Everything's so, next year. Yeah. Next year. What the <laughs> fuck, man? What happened? Give us some 2022 shit. Oh, I'm 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 still waiting for a lot of stuff to come out in It's still October. early. It's yeah. still early. We got yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still early. You know what I'm I'm excited for? Did you see the new trailer that came out this week for Sonic Frontiers? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm we, really we, uh, I mean I, I swear you talked about that last time. I know, but they, there was a... No, but they didn't put this new thing out. There's a one now that's talking about the whole story and everything. About, like, and how... It, there's a four-minute, four-and-a-half-minute video out that describes in detail how the game is, how the gameplay works, every attack he has, how the levels are set up, and all this shit. And, yeah. it go, it's, and they didn't have that out last week when I was here, definitely. And that was pretty fucking cool. Because so, it kind of gives you an idea of, like, you know, you see previews for a game, you're like, you don't really... 
you try to get an idea of what it's going to be like from those previews, but until you've got it in your hands and you're going through the menus and you're learning the attacks and you're, you know, actually playing through, you don't know if it's good or not. Yeah. So to have somebody sit down and go, the game is set up like this. You know what I mean? Here's the ways you can choose to play. Here's the story. Here's the main like reason you're doing these things. You know, it showed a cut scene so that you kind of understand the characters. So, you know, Amy and tails are there, but you got to free them. But you don't have to free them. You can say, fuck those bitches, and you can go straight for the main story if you yeah. want. Anyways, just cool shit like that, and then they show you how it... Because everyone's always like, how is it a Sonic open world? Like, how does that work? And it's like, well, it's an open world, and then there are, like, mini games within it where it'll go 2D and stuff like that for certain areas. Yeah. But then, like, they do a full, like, minute walkthrough where you're on a you're on a rail, you know, doing the thing where he jumps from side to side, then you get off of that, and you're in a full open world, but you can see as far as, far as you can see. Yeah. It's, it looks like Skyrim. And so you start running through that, and then you fall down a waterfall, and then it goes side style, and you're now in a side scroll kind of level. It's really well set up. That's cool. It seems, and it, you can decide which levels you, like there, there's, here's a lot, it's kind of like an open world in the way that you can go to whatever level you want. Yeah. And they're kind of, they get progressively harder because there's stages within them. So it's, 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 it's really, really cool because Sonic, our community's never gotten anything like this. But then there's power-ups and all these extra, and you're still getting rings, you still got, and you got to collect Chaos Emeralds. That's their main thing is to beat bosses. And when you beat the bosses, you get keys, and the keys open up Chaos Emeralds. It's like all the shit we want. Cool. But all the shit we want with some extra shit, and Robotnik's not your main <laughs> bad guy. So yeah. it's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just really stoked because Sonic Team has given us fuck all, beat shit, nothing that we, to be proud of in a long time. Yeah. They've taken, they've bought games from people that have made good ones and went, Please let us call put it say put Sega's name on that for the past like ten years. So it's nice that they're giving us. I'm I'm really looking forward to. This. I'm gonna pre. I'm gonna be honest. My next paycheck, I'm going to buy one of those stupid PlayStation cards. I'm gonna pre pre. I've never pre bought a game where I've bought it before. It's really never done it in my life. But I'm gonna do uh, it. For this that, fucking I mean game. that that'll be cool because you'll get to download it before it comes out, and then play it on the day it comes out. I know. I'm gonna be. You'll be like <laughs> Alex Sunday shot put like, No, that's the day Frontiers comes out. Fuck you, bitch. You're coming to my house. Bring the table. Bring the mics. Bring the fucking roadcaster. Well, there's something I'm aiming to get uh, specifically for this. So there's an adapter that I can get that uh, has a USB end, and then you can plug it into a power bank to make this a portable setup, and then we'll be able to take it on the road, go wherever. You could just plug it, it in my room. I mean, I'm referring to being able to go out into the world. Into the world. We could fucking podcast down at the lake and be like, hey, who wants to join a I was podcast? talking about how I want to do it at burger places. Like, I wanted to go to, like, like <laughs> just like... Not, hey, we are live at Burger King. Not, no, not, not, a, not a franchise. Wanna... Not a franchise. Like, like go to Mr. Burger. And then go to, like, the Rainbow. Or, like, I just go to, like, local... Go to Teddy's and be like, hey, we're podcasting here from Teddy's. I don't know. Maybe they'll give us free food if we show up with all this shit and <laughs> yeah. talk about how great they are or something. I don't I just want to get free shit for doing this, and I'm willing to whore myself out in any way to get it. Do you understand, Mark? Any fucking way. So there is one other. There is one other horror franchise uh, that has something coming out. October. Horrors? What? What franchise horror. of horror? Okay, yeah, be specific. So okay. October seventh is the new Hellraiser series that's coming out on Hulu, which. I mean, the last time something on Hulu was coming out, it came out to Disney Plus, which was Prey. So I don't know. Uh, which if- I still haven't fucking watched yet. <laughs> Shit, man. So um, the Hellraiser series, it has Hellraiser is uh, a female for the first time, actually played by a trans actor. And anybody who was complaining about it. Um, is immediately transphobic. 
Yes, yes. Uh, but the the argument with that is Hellraiser in the books is supposed to be an andro- androgynous character. So like partly male, partly female. I like it when you use long words. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, it could be interesting. It Someone. could be. I mean, but you're not going to top the original. I no, mean, the original. No, good. there's just yeah, I which is why I don't understand why they try to remake some things because it's just like oh, so that was. I mean, it's partly to keep the franchise alive. Uh, we've mentioned before that I I know specific people who just won't watch older shit because of the quality. It's like okay, I know we're into like a 4K going into an 8K era, but <laughs> but I mean, Empire for, still looks good to me. For me, I love the nostalgic feeling of. Tell of me, like, Empire Strikes Back doesn't look good. <laughs> tell me, tell me it doesn't look good. Tell me that Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom doesn't still look good. It still looks good. I don't give a fuck, man. I love watching that shit. I mean, now and then you get these moments where you're like, ah, look right there. But for the most part, they've gone back and remastered and CGI'd this shit together so that it looks pretty solid. So, the Fifth Element still looks so fucking good. So there was a movie that came out in, I think, 2001 that I actually watched last night. It was uh, the sequel to Urban Legends. I'd never seen Urban Legends Part 2, which is called The Final Cut. And it's actually about a film class who's making uh, just just movies for their thesis project. Okay. And in it, they're talking about effects, digital and practical. And the guy's like... <laughs> the guy takes a jab at George Lucas who who got an erection over fucking digital effects for upgrading all the fucking right. movies. <laughs> you can shit on George all you want, man, but George, like, he's one of the smartest men alive. Oh, yeah, you got to think about the originals. I mean, it was groundbreaking for the shit that he was doing in Star Wars. Like, how'd they do that spaceship? Oh, wait, that was a huge fucking model on strings. And, and then you, when they did the prequels, you're like, well, that's all CGI. A lot of it wasn't. Yeah. The fucking scene in Phantom Menace with the, the pod racers, that whole stadium was made and was a miniature. Like yeah. the miniature for the attack of the clones when the Jedi came and saved them from uh, Geonosis when they were going to execute Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Padme. What was they used for the crowds? Like it was like pipe cleaners and some shit? Like I don't they, fucking they know, man. They used something fucking ridiculous. There was 12 hours on each disc of behind the scenes <laughs> with those. And I did watch all of it, but I didn't retain all of it. But yeah, they they took thousands and thousands of hours. They would show the them they would show up to a studio and it would take six months for them to build those miniatures. And yeah. they were almost life size. Like they were, you know, not life size, but the guys would walk through them and it would be as tall as they were, the stadiums. Yeah. Like it was it was insane, you know. And they did the same thing when they were building Death Star models for the first one. Like they made a lot a big Death Star and they hung it from the ceiling and blew it up. So that they for the for that scene where they where they blow it up. The only thing they changed between the original and the remaster was they made a circle. Like a shockwave come out from it. That yeah. was the only difference between the original and when they changed it. So I, I think that, I don't know. I was watching that. There's a thing called uh, something about magic. Light and magic, it's called. It's a series on Disney Plus about how, how they started. I'm going to be honest, though. I tried. Did you watch it? I tried no. to watch. I got so bored. It's like, it goes into <laughs> like each individual person that was part of it. It was like, this is Steven so-and-so. Steven was born in Bakersfield, California. And blah, blah, blah. I was like, I don't give a fuck about Steven's life story because he used to, he painted the stormtroopers and the miniatures in fucking New, A New Hope. Yeah. But, you know, like, it is interesting. But I want to, I feel like I want to skip a few episodes into the, when they're actually doing shit and I don't want to know their the backstory of every motherfucker that's part of the original <laughs> ILM. That's just me, I guess. I don't know. I will watch Dream Theater's behind the, the scenes DVD though and where they meet their caterer. This is our caterer. He's the guy who cooks us hot dogs on the road. <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, I love that guy. Like, I, So I'm on board with some really weird behind the scenes shit that nobody cares about, but I don't 
care about other so behind the scenes shit. You mentioned Andor, but have you? Uh, I think it's coming out. Coming out in October is the Obi Wan documentary. Yeah, about how they made the show. Yeah. Obviously, I'm interested in that, but I mean, it's just a behind the scenes. Yeah, progressing the story is always going to be more captivating. I'm just waiting. Than I'm, just waiting I'm just waiting for that episode where it's like, despite all the diversity, we still were under attack by incels all across <laughs> the world <laughs> because of the rebel hate. Oh my god, I don't know. By then, like that's that's old news now. I swear yeah. to God, man. Oh, you know they're gonna fucking put it in there. Though. I don't you, know. What there's gonna, gonna be something about it. All I know is that the MCU has gone the way of let's just let's just give them what the 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 what the the leftists want. Let's so, just let's just make let's just fill in anything that was white and straight. Let's just fuck with it because we don't want anyone to get mad. And the whole franchise has suffered because of it. I don't care what anybody says. Okay. And. I'm just hoping they don't do it with Star Wars because Star Wars right now is still killing it. They've got and Andor. One of the great things about Andor is he's played by Diego Luna, who doesn't change his accent at all for the show, and that, that was a big deal. Everybody <laughs> in Star Wars has why, to kill why does their he accent. Sound Scottish all of a sudden. I thought he was Spanish. Uh, <laughs> but like that's a big thing in the Star Wars franchise they make everybody kind of talk a certain way and Diego was like I don't really want to do that and like alright fine don't fucking do it and it really built his character and like I, I still think that they're, they're 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 sticking to the roots of of Star Wars which is giving people hope yeah. and 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 doing stories about how there's a there's a light at the end of the tunnel and you don't always have to give into the bad stuff you know what I mean even though it's you know literally being made by Disney the most evil corporation on the face of the earth <laughs> outside of that like I watched the previews for Andor when the, when the, and it looks good it looks so good yeah. it looks like another installment of y'all are gonna watch it and inst and take none of the principles that are in the show and take them and apply them to your own life because you're pussies <laughs> and that's what i want that's all i want i want them to put something out this because the rebellion is the rebellion is people saying no to what everybody is saying yes to why is it so easy to say yes to the empire because they don't give you a choice yeah they don't give you they show up and they say we own your shit now or this is our planet now. Or this is what's <laughs> up. And you're like, well, what do we do? There's more of them than us. And they tell us it's for our security and our safety. Yeah. The Clone Wars were long and hard. Maybe we should just go along with it. And this show is going to be this beautiful way of showing... There's scenes of Andor when he's a little boy during the Clone Wars because we saw Clone War fucking uh, paratroopers and ships rolling in, so you know there's going to be flashbacks. Yeah, and we see uh, scenes of him when he was a little boy on whatever planet he's from when when the Empire's or when the Republic, blah, when the Confederacy is first showing up and the war is coming there. So we see this shit already, so we know there's going to be flashbacks. And then they show Cal Ketsis. They show fucking Cal from Fallen Order, and he's like he's knocked the fuck out. Eh. I think the whole show is going to come to a, a head where Cal's going to come and save Cassian's ass. Oh, yeah. when he gets into some shit he can't get out of he'll be like the you know they're like yo i know a jedi you know a jedi well call him because we're gonna die like it's gonna be one of those type of situations and help and me obi-wan you're my only hope i hope he's got his orange lightsaber i don't care what he has i hope it's orange i'll give you the that orange was like everybody was like oh an orange saber? that was always yeah you're right i never actually equipped him with that one actually i should do that and <laughs> run through that game no 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 i'm feeling i'm feeling a complete playthrough of the game when i get home <laughs> yeah. with the orange saber so that i'm yeah. ready for the show but either way like i'm just super stoked for them because star wars doesn't seem to be giving into this like make everybody happy you know darth vader's gay all of a sudden what no yeah. he wasn't no no yeah. he is now because we don't want anyone to get mad oh, like, i mean you saw like the the, 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 fan, the fan feedback saying like hey why do why why don't we just 
make Obi-Wan in love with Anakin. Yeah, I know. I saw some but, of that too. Okay. And they're like, nah, no, they're not. Right. Filoni and Favreau are not going to let yeah, that happen. So- and the Ahsoka show is going to be so good. I heard Sabine is uh, in The Mandalorian Season 3. It's 100% confirmed. They, somebody saw some shit yeah. online. I don't want to talk too much about yeah. it. Are they going to shut so, us down? So, <laughs> the, the She-Hulk... So I I told I you I watched the, the, the first and second episode and like I thought like the first episode would be like, okay, let's get all this fucking misandry shit out of the way. And then uh, and then the second episode happened. I was like, okay, cool. And then I haven't even watched the third episode, but I know there's a big twerking scene with She-Hulk and Megan the Stallion. It's like, fuck, are you kidding me? And I'm, I'm kind of getting sick of twerking. I mean, I get that it's a sexual dance and all that shit, but like politicians are doing it. Fucking the politician in, uh, I think it was Sweden fucking did it. Fucking, uh, there, there was another politician who actually posted a video fucking uh, upside down fucking twerking out in some tropical beach. It's like, God damn, why are the, all these politicians twerking? And because the world is about to end, I think. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. just well, oh, we yeah, don't want to. Let's just dance. It's all over. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't fucking know. Yeah, man. yeah, and and then and now you've got fucking She Hulk, the big green fucking girl who's all like, I can control my anger better than you. Hang on, let me twerk this out. I'm, like, I'm gonna twerk out my anger. Hang on. <laughs> I saw this the, the meme about about about. Uh, Oh fuck! I don't, I don't. All I know is the punchline. I can't remember the meme, but the the it's something about. He's talking about uh, Willem Dafoe. He's talking to Spider Man about you know it's like when you go down on She Hulk, <laughs> Green Goblin, <laughs> and every time I, I mean everybody keeps sharing it, and I, I laugh every time a little bit because I'm a child, <laughs> and I know that if you have a green Slurpee and you go down on somebody, then it kind of makes them look like the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we're, 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 we got to get into uh, a little bit of uh, some political shit here. So, oh, here we go. So XL Energy Corporation in Colorado has decided when you've had enough AC and has locked control on users trying to operate their smart home furnace or AC controls. But not just anyone, people who actually signed on the dotted line to allow this. Customers got a $100 credit and, 20, and a savings of $25 a month to do this. Oh, do you want $100 and save $25? Just sign on this line. Yeah, but what am I signing? Just just sign on the dotted line. Yeah, but what am I signing? Here's 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 your credit. Here's your $25 a month savings. Just sign on the Quit dotted line. Questions. What but 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 so in the fine print on that contract, it reads adjustments are made to your thermostat during the hottest summer days. Customers can sometimes override the controls, but in some cases they can't be overwritten. In other tech news, California has banned the production of gas-powered oh, vehicles. Oh, fuck, I was going to talk about this with you. I didn't know if you heard about it. I didn't know if you heard about it. It's over. It's over, motherfuckers. So they, this is the end. So so California, California has banned gas-powered vehicles being sold after 2023. Yeah, and only electric can be made going forward. Yeah. Then, during a heat wave, they suffered a blackout from the use of too many So air now they're going to control when you can charge your electric vehicles. But, uh, so people can't even charge their cars because they're suffering a blackout from too many air conditioners. You're going to have to charge them at night because it's not peak hours. Well, I mean, you can't because the blackout. <laughs> it's it's just like, a, oh, I want to drive my car. Oh, it's no, just funny can't. to watch this infrastructure that they think, like, they really think this is going to work. This is why I don't, I told telling you, I don't want to drive. Like, I'm just <laughs> done with it. What the fuck is the point? They're going to make gas so expensive you can't afford it. <laughs> they're already 
They're already making it so that parts are almost impossible to get for the gas. Like they're going to, I see what's going to happen already. It's pretty obvious to me. Like it's, you know, you can resist all you want, but it doesn't matter. There's people that are smarter than you that have way more control over this shit. And it's, and I can see it already. You can't get fuel pumps and crankshaft sensors and things like it's three weeks for an ABS sensor. And it's this, it's, it's, it's two foot of wire. Like, what yeah. the fuck? What's going on? Like, oh, we're not going to make it anymore because we want you to get rid of that car. <laughs> they literally, I'm not making it up. They want you to get fucking rid of it. Yeah. They don't want, they want you to drive around with your ABS light on and your engine light and your SRS, every fucking light. Oh, we can't get an ABS sensor, whatever. Now your airbag lights on. Well, you get an airbag module. They're a thousand dollars. They don't make those anymore. We can't get them because there's a, a shortage of silicone. Okay. Well, fuck that. Now I got that light on. Well, now the engine light's flashing. Well, because they don't make coils anymore for this thing. <laughs> well, go to the scrapyard. Well, the scrapyard doesn't have any left because nobody else can get the same coils you're looking for. So we all went to the scrapyard and now all the scrapyards are out of them. Well, now what the fuck? are we going to do? I guess I'll sell the car. <laughs> that's how it happens. Yeah. And I, I know it's, I know that was a bit of a rant, but that's literally the process. It's, it's somebody smarter that has a lot more control over this is up there going right now. Yes. We need to make sure you want to get rid of it. They're pushing you to get rid of it. And they're going to start offering crazy incentives to go get electric cars. Like they're going to, that whole seven, $8,000 back. They're going to get even better than that. Now I was, I, I heard we'll see. We'll, we'll see how that, that happens. I mean, either way, buying gas powered cars is, is just, dumb. I mean, if California's already said no, you know, it's on its way because well, California was the first state to install. What, what were they the first state to ask for? Come on. Charging? Catalytic converters. They were the first <laughs> motherfuckers in the world to say catalytic converters on your car for hydrocarbons, to process hydrocarbons because of the smog issue that they had in the fucking, in yeah, the yeah. 70s. This was in 1982 or three. I think the cat converter thing came in. I might even be wrong with those dates, but it was around there. You can look this shit up. You can look it up. I don't just make this shit up, okay? And they were the first ones. So California, and what happened? When did Ontario get rid of their emissions, Mark? Not even fucking five years ago. So think about this. This is, this is how you gotta think about it. So California started with the, with, with, with the catalytic converters and the the pro, the fact that you had to have them and have an emissions test in the late 70s, early 80s. And that worked its way up to Canada. Until 2014 or 15, we still had to get emissions tests. And to this day, we still have catalytic converters on our cars. Yeah. So the fact that California just said no more gas, like you, we know it's on the way. You've seen it happen before. And it was only fucking four or five years ago that that catalytic converter shit, all those regulations were even gone. Like we were way late on getting rid of emissions testing. Super late. People were paying a lot of money to get their evaporative emission systems fixed for no fucking reason because <laughs> the rest of the planet gave up because cars after 2010 or 2005 are pretty efficient. They've got evap systems. They've got direct injection. They've got all these complicated systems that make sure that you run efficiently and don't harm the environment. Well, the Chinese and the fucking Indians just pour CO2 into the fucking atmosphere at an astronomical rate that nobody gives a fuck about. You sound like the mad scientist right now. Ugh. You're like the mad car doctor. There you go. I'm sorry. You're the mad car doctor. So, like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter what we do when that's going on. That's yeah. what's driving me nuts. But now, at least you understand that it's just a rat race. It started with, in the fucking late 70s, early 80s, they were saying the same shit. Well, the Chinese and the Indians and the Russians, because they threw them in there, too. Well, they're all just got the worst emissions ever. We can't have this shit. We're going to put cattle. We're responsible North Americans. And they so, sold everybody down the river with that bullshit. And where did it get us? They got rid of emissions, and now they're going to sell us the electric vehicle dream. It's just another bunch of... Uh, 
oh, it's just another way for you to feel like you're making the, the world a better place. Well, the Russians and the Chinese and the Indians pour enough fucking emissions into the atmosphere to kill us all. Anyways, we're all going to starve by 2050 if they don't make a change. It doesn't have anything to do with us. There's only 600 million of us. There's 3 billion of them. <laughs> okay, that's the end of it. Over. I'm done. Okay, End okay. so, I mean. I'm sorry. When, when I'm saying, like. Thanks for being my friend, Mark. Yeah. So when I'm saying like, well, like there's still a chance you have to think of the politicians out there who will fight for the people in order to, to do this. So, Pierre Paul, so yeah. it's like, oh, Pierre Paul, yeah, Pierre My Paul, yeah. But then on the way over here, I was like, oh, did you hear like the latest? Oh, why did he do a thing we don't like? No, no, no. Did you hear the latest, the, the, the video that I shared with you that you hadn't actually heard? So this is uh, from Christy Clark, the former premier of British Columbia. Oh, wait. See, I mean, I got, I turn my volume all the way down so my phone doesn't happen or to go off and then everything screws up. Okay, here we go. Now, uh, now. if you're a sound guy and you'd like to work for the ShotPod, <laughs> we're accepting applications <laughs> yeah. at theshotpod.com. Well, you know, Evan, I'm a lifelong liberal, but I joined the Conservative Party so I could vote uh, because I felt like it was my civic duty to make sure that we were supporting candidates who care about the things we hold in common candidates who aren't just dividing us, who aren't setting, you know, setting provinces against one another like we see between Alberta and Quebec now. Well, okay, so you know so that right there is saying that liberals are joining the Conservative Party specifically to vote. And who are they going to vote for? I don't like this. <laughs> who are they going to vote for? That would be Jean Charest, who everybody in the Conservative Party knows is the liberal plant. Right. Okay. So, because he was a former liberal premier of Quebec, and and since then he's turned quote end quote conservative. <laughs> and what we're witnessing is the complete collapse of our political system. Well, we'll see how it goes. I mean, if if Pierre somehow pulls through, hey. it'll be like fuck you. You guys tried and still failed. But I mean, I hope yeah. that's what happens. Well, but we'll will see. It? It's coming up. It, it's it's taking place this month, September. The election happens. I hope. I hope that. Um, what it's you said it's September. Mm -hmm. September the what? Do we have? Do we know? We're going to look it up. Basically, we could just say safely that by October the first, we'll know who's going to be, um, the Conservative Party leader and actually try to. I don't want to say take the country back because every time conservatives win, it's just usually more of the same bullshit. But I don't think having Justin run it for more for longer is, is going to make the vaccine mandates. Gina Carano not being able to come to that. You know, Wu-Tang is canceling their fucking gig. Busta Rhymes had to come and save that show. They were going to cancel the Nas and Wu-Tang show because three out of the fucking guys that are in Wu-Tang aren't, aren't vaxxed and they couldn't come across the border. Fuck this vax bullshit. Like, it doesn't fucking matter anymore. I don't know why we're still talking about it. We're the only fucking country who gives a shit anyways. They're touring all over the States. There's 350 million people in the States and they're touring any one of those States. Doesn't fucking matter. You can do whatever the fuck you want. As soon as you get to that border, all of a sudden, the 30 million people north of that, that's right, less than 10%, where we're really scared that you're going to bring something with you that we don't already fucking have up here in the meat, the cheese, the dairy, the products, the goods, the services, or the water that we're already trading. No, the oil. Don't forget the oil and the gas. Like, fuck, we have so much shit that gets exchanged. But no, people, no, you have to be vaxxed. You know how many guns come through this 
fucking border on trains because no one's paying attention, but a person tries to come across without a vax, and we're all looking all of a sudden. <laughs> you're like fucking you're, you're like fucking Joker in the meme. <laughs> no, I'm like Lewis Black right now. This is a very Lewis Black fucking episode. So September 10th. Can you it, tell that Alex is fed up with the government? Yeah. So by Saturday, September 10th, we will know. So that's uh, I next, started paying federal tax again. That's why I'm this pissed off. Yeah, that's, I have a that's paycheck. Next Saturday. Let's see what they take. Well, we'll know who's uh, the conservative leader. Next fucking Saturday. So if Pierre doesn't <laughs> win. Kind of, I know. It's scary. It's like, scary. I'm, I don't know. If, I, I don't know. But it's so funny because. Can I be see- honest? Like, are you going to judge me if we have an episode? If he doesn't win and I'm just like, I cry a lot on the episode. <laughs> it's just me weeping. Oh you're like, Alex, you talk about how oh you're, you used to grow up in the South End and you used to scrap and shit, bro. And I'm like, I know. And it's just <laughs> none of it matters anymore. <laughs> I just, I really thought it was hopefully catchy, but there isn't. And I fucking hate you all. And I don't even care about the shot party anymore. I don't care what you mark. <laughs> Fuck everybody. <laughs> you guys gonna get mad if that's the me that you get? Because if he doesn't win, I might. That's the. That's what you might get. You yeah. might end up with a really, really emotional turmoil. Immerse emotionally yeah. tumultuous. Yeah. Alex, the, ne- the next. I'm not sure y'all can handle. The next intro is gonna be like, "Hi, my name's Mark." <laughs> I'm Alex. This is <laughs> fucking Bobby gives us. a fucking shit. <laughs> this could be the next one. Dare, 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 dare. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I like it. <laughs> I was. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, no, it'd be like do do chicka do do ah do do chicka do do ah. <laughs> it's just me in the. That's the sound of Alex losing his mind because your vote doesn't count. <laughs> Democracy is over. Burn it all. <laughs> Anyways, okay, I'm done now. Yeah. Oh fuck, man, what a this has been a good episode. Cheers, cheers, Mark. Thanks for being, thanks for being my friend, even yeah. though I'm fucking insane. Yeah. It's all over. It's just really hard. That that shit with California was disheartening because like. Well, not disheartening. I did get this job. And so so in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, that was a really good idea, Alex. If you had stayed with that other job, you'd be doing Mickey Mouse bullshit for the rest of your life. You know, I didn't, I was, I knew, I knew that the automotive industry is doomed. Like, And I love it. I truly love what I do for a living. The fact that the country I live in is murdering certain industries, like the music industry is dead. Like, I mean, if you're a local small band in Canada, are you going to make money and tour and be successful? It's a, probably a pretty bad. If, not I mean, apparently great. if you start twerking, if you start twerking, that, that's, that's the thing to do. I'm just saying like, you know, all these, you know, what, what that's your butt for those people. And I, I heard, boom, you I, get the bucks. I heard people that are into like the, the, the hockey shit with the kids, like all those leagues, like a lot of that shit there was a, because it was closed for two years. Like a lot of it's disappeared. The money's just not there. The funding's not there. So there's a lot of people that used to be coaches and a lot of businesses that used to sell sticks and skate sharpening and shit like that. <laughs> like it's just so many facets and pieces of our fucking country that made Canada great that are gone now after this shit. And it's like, we're just supposed to move on and go to Costco and fill up and, and move on. Like it's okay. And it's, and it, and, it, and it can be a little fucking difficult. So, you know, the music thing is, is hard. Like, I feel like the only people who are going to see concerts can afford a $500 ticket. You know what I mean? Like you got to have pretty mad cash. There's no $30 lawn seats anymore. That doesn't exist. Yeah. So that's kind of sad. Like all these things just kind of make me sad. And I want, I want there to be a place for poor people to have fun in Canada again. Maybe I'll need to open up my own place for them to do it. <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. It just seems like if you don't have $200, like, 
I took I took my girl out for for dinner the other night. She I hope she's not listening because she'll know what it costs. But it was really fucking expensive. And I mean, I don't care because I had a great time and it was fucking good food. But holy, I remember when if you had a hundred dollars, maybe a hundred and twenty, you were like, I'm gonna show this girl the best night. I'm gonna take her out to this nice restaurant. Then we're going to go to the show and I don't have to drive. I'm going to fucking cab and or Uber us there because I'm going to get hammered and drink too. And then after that, and all this, and, and you, and like $140, $120, like you were killing it. You both, you were both good. You went home with leftovers, you know, <laughs> not anymore. Hundred dollars. You now that's, that's just drinks at the second I mean, place you went. I mean, if it gets to that, if it gets to like a hundred dollars, it's like, oh, you have leftovers. It's like, no, no, I want to see you eat that right now. I be honest. <laughs> I want to see you eat that right now. That just cost me fucking one. I'm not like, that guy. I'm not that guy. Like I, I, I still like to go out and fucking waste money because money means nothing to me. You know, at the end of the I day, I hate money. I, I, hate I hate it so it. much. Kid Rock said it best, and you can judge me all you want. He said, money, money, money ain't shit to me, but I got to make a lot just to be free. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, so, it's so true. It's why when I have it, I'm just like, would you like some? Would you like some? <laughs> I got friends of mine like, can't afford my Disney Plus. I'll send you $20 so your Disney Plus comes back on. Like, I don't yeah. give a fuck. When I've got money, I'm just like the best dude with that shit. Yeah. And then that's why it's gone so quickly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you get a little, it's, it's because you don't value it. I value people. I don't, you know, over money, which is probably why I've never sold my soul. I got to say, so in regards to the, the money thing, there, something I want to do is, uh, as per this shot in minute, uh, I want to get uh, a green screen. So Elgato, the, the company that makes uh, the webcam, the stream deck, and all these other things, they actually have a collapsible green screen that you pull up. It, uh, it's kind of like a projector screen, but it's on the ground. You just pull it up and it has a frame and it sits with an X frame and it's like, oh, okay, great. You have you have a green screen. So that's what I'm aiming to get for a shot minute. That would be so cool. However, if I got that, there's been a project that I've been very passionate about for years that I've wanted to do because it's it's never been done that I, I haven't seen. So I want to make a web series. Don't steal my idea, folks. I want to make a web series. This is copyright Mark Smith Shop Pod at 2002. Yeah, called uh, Bartlett Community News. And what Bartlett Community News is, it's it's a community that I'm uh, creating myself. I'm creating townspeople. I'm creating uh, everything for a community. So Bartlett Community News is so going to be- a hospital and a grocery store and a gas station? Yep, is going to be a, a zombie news show. Because out of all the shows that have been done, you haven't seen, like, a steady zombie news show. They always have, like, in zombie movies, you'll see the news, like, remember, folks, when there's no room left in hell, the dead walk the earth. <laughs> and that's, like, a famous George Romero thing. Yes. But I want to do, like, the constant the constant thing. So I have, I, I had a whole bunch of scripts written up, and... That's, How that's, much makeup are you going to make me put on, man? Oh, <laughs> oh, plenty. So, I mean, what the role that I would probably have you play is the cameraman who constantly dies. But the cameraman who constantly <laughs> who, who constantly dies. I get to be Kenny in this in this like, world. I is, love it. Yeah. So there's there's five of them. They're they're quintuplets. They all look the same. And so it's five different. Characters. I'll just shave my beard in <laughs> different ways and wear my hair in different ways, and then yeah. I'll look like five different people very easily. Glasses for one guy no glasses for the next guy yeah. unrecognizable yeah so uh so there there were things that 
I mean, the longer I wait in not doing this, I'm seeing my ideas in other things. And I saw something in another zombie thing that I saw where somebody was locked inside a car. Okay. And that was my idea for the sound guy. Right. And the sound guy gets locked inside the car because this one guy is just incredibly stupid. And Susan Baker at the scene with Susan Baker is trying to get the sound guy out. Like, no, no, just, just like pull the thing. Just, just pull the pull thing. Pull the emergency and, and yellow thing. And you're out. Just, just a little lock thing. If, even if you don't pull that, you can just pull the door handle and I'll just, pu- just pull, pull the goddamn door handle. <laughs> You know, just just something like that, and, and the sound guy just like I don't know what you're saying. I'm stuck. Help! <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, dude. <laughs> so yeah, um, I I made like like six episode scripts for the zombie news show, and like I start off with something small, and it's it's like the the town's elderly lady that everybody knows because she has an annoying little dog that she's named Foofy, and the dog. <laughs> Poofy. And yep, and the dog's gone missing. And it's like, well, where's the dog gone? And it's like, well, on this woman's um, adventure to find her dog, she ends up injured and in the hospital claiming that somebody bit her. And it starts. And it's like, okay, well, well, how did how did the zombie outbreak start? So I actually have it uh, from beavers from the okay, i was gonna say from the little dog onto other people in the town but no, <laughs> no. the dog got it from beavers yeah, well no no so it's actually uh the scientists who were working on experience they went uh experiments they went to dump their toxic waste in a creek and it all kind of leaked down the creek to the beaver dam and the beavers uh just became infected and then have you ever seen a real beaver like yeah. like up close like I I remember I was in um I was in oh, fucking Christ uh, Hamilton close to Hamilton and me and the old the me, me and the ex wife there were, were were cycling and we were on this this path and we had to stop quite abruptly because this massive motherfucking beaver this thing had to be 55, 60 pounds man like he was huge he was dragging a full tree across the fucking path. And I was like, man, you would not want to mess with this guy. Like he did, they, they, they kind of look like an angry ass porcupine when they get wet and they get pissed off. Like, yeah. so I'm just picturing zombie beavers, and you're kind of fucking with me right now. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not about this. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have nightmares about this shit. Well, I mean, it's there's actually a movie about uh, about zombie there's beavers. A movie about zombie everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, is there a movie about zombie penises somewhere? I'm sure, I'm sure there is. <laughs> there, there isn't. Why aren't we making it? There probably is. <laughs> so uh, when I came up with this idea a while ago, I had like these these art ideas, and I have a graphic design friend who's since quit graphic design, which sucks, but I had her create a little title page, Barlet Community News. Okay. And, and the Barlet Community is like, like kind of like a, an official Barlet community sign. And on one side, it's the, the, the happy sunny day trail. And on the other side, it's like a gray doll uh, tombstones and zombie hand coming out. And uh, she also created uh, a zombie beaver for me to for the, the little news square. Oh, shit. And, and oh, man, it's, it's, it's really to, great. We need to do this. We need to roll with this. Yeah. We'll make it a segment on the show. We'll oh. make it a segment on the show, and we'll do the little skits, and we'll record them, and then we'll drop them in. Yeah. Yeah. And then it'll be, oh, this is going to be, you guys are in for a treat. We're going to get shit going for I October. To, uh, I, I had a zombie prosthetics from uh, a UK 
prosthetic company. And I was like, hey, can I use your prosthetics in a film project that I want to do? And they said, by all means, just as long as you film the makeup application process, Ah. you you can do it for free. And I was like, sweet, done. That's a fucking, yeah. and uh, And then... You know, I mean, this was years ago, and I never got to do it. Let's I do, never had the no. Green we're making screen, this happen yeah. this year. We need to make this happen. Yeah. We've got. It's all been the a people. dream of mine forever, and so like I created the news character. His name is John Doe. He's like, my name is John Doe, spelled D O U G H, not D O E. Why? Because I'm a somebody. We have to. We have to cut these though, like a, a few in a day. Yeah. We have to do a bunch of them in a day, like three episodes in a, of them in a day. Yeah. We get to in order to make this work. I, dude, this is this is pretty clever. I think it's gonna be pretty fun. October's gonna the, be a good uh, month. Man, I have. I, then we'll do Christmas so, so, segments for Christmas. And the reason why I want to talk about some of these gimmicks that I want to put out there is because, as I said, I'm watching my gimmicks be made in other, other places. So, and, uh, so if I say this here, so I, I said like the, the one person trapped inside a car, but in another episode idea, I had the, the news anchor interviewing a priest and a scientist beside each other. And it's like, so why do you think the zombie outbreak happened? And then the scientist goes on to, uh, to well, actually, sorry, the priest goes on with an explanation. And the scientist will says, well, actually, no, it's actually because of, and then the priest shoots him and <laughs> says, don't worry, I'll pray for forgiveness later. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I had I had a I was actually thinking something and then you made me laugh too fucking hard and I can't remember what the fuck I was going on about now. Um, no, but we have to we have to do Christmas segments too, man. Because last year we had our Halloween episodes, we had our Christmas episodes, and all that kind of shit. But this year we're going all out. This year we're gonna have thematic, continuated fucking pieces that go from one episode to the other, other segments of things. It's gonna be really fun stuff. And I'm really, I'll be honest with you, I'm looking forward to. We got to do an actual shot pod like Halloween night. Like we should probably set it up so that when, when does Halloween night fall this it's, year? It's on a Monday. Oh, that's bullshit. Do you think it all is. the kids will go out I on mean, Sunday? I mean, we could do like a devil's night. <laughs> the <laughs> night before? Yeah, a devil's night. We should do a devil's night one. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we have to like, I don't know. I feel like we should do something really bad on air. Like should take shot for shot or something <laughs> to see how stupid we get. Or maybe I'll make you smoke weed, which you don't <laughs> yeah. normally do, so you can get yeah, like, right. fucking wrecked. I don't know. We're going to do something, something we shouldn't do. Maybe, hey, Tamara, maybe we'll make him drink wine. We'll see how, he, how oh. that goes over. <laughs> Force feed him some rosé. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Mark, and this is a motherfucking shot. Well, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> Wouldn't take long to get there, right? Yeah. Oh, shit, man. TheShotPod.com with the zero. You got to put a zero in so shot. I'm, I'm going to bum everybody out again because I'm going to go back into a, a political topic here. Did you see Biden's speech? Which The one from last week or the one from two days ago? Because uh, I didn't see them two days ago one, but I saw them one from last week. The the one with the red backdrop where he literally looks like a no, Nazi. No, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> Are we going to do some live? This is no, 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 no. It's just, it <laughs> looks straight funny. up looks like. He's I, got, did, I he's saw got people Photoshop Palpatine into that picture. Yeah. He's got the Marines in the backdrop, the, the red lights everywhere. So it looks like the fucking Nazi regime. I'm going to give you a little context to this. We will reorganize the United States of America into the first galactic empire. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a little context to this. Okay. So the the laptop, Hunter Biden's laptop. Yep. Um. Well, that that was censored when when like when the story first dropped. New York Post posted it, and uh, Twitter censored it. 
And then it was available on Facebook for a little time until the FBI went to Mark Zuckerberg. And uh, Mark Zuckerberg went on to Joe Rogan to talk about this, saying the FBI came to my came to my door, came to the business to say, like, look, this could be part of a Russian disinformation campaign. So we got to censor this. Okay. So they so they censor it. But there were already so many stories that had leaked uh, out of this laptop thing that so many people were like, wow, this is fucking real before it was censored. Then it, then it gets censored. Then the election happens. Joe Biden wins. Okay. So Joe Biden wins. And then a couple months afterwards, the laptop story resurfaces. The laptop top story resurfaces and the emails leak. Emails leak. Uh, containing damning information about the Biden crime family. <laughs> and and <laughs> there's a survey, a, a poll that that's given to Americans saying, have had you known all the information about the Biden crime family, would you have voted for Biden? And all of them, well, the majority of them, there was like a, a huge margin between the people who'd, who'd said no to yes. But all the leftists are going to say is, well, you made all that shit up to make him look bad. Well, no, because it's, it's the emails. I know. But they're going to say, they, they, what about Hillary's emails? How did that go? Yeah, they were no, there. No, they yeah, were real. But but there were only so many of those that were leaked. Okay. But but this is like a but, bigger deal? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because all the emails were leaked. And everybody saw this. Any, anybody that tried to say that this was so misinformation. So what about Trump running? What about so, Trump? so I was going to say, is Trump fucking capitalizing so, on this? Yep. So with this going on, Trump, when uh, he gets raided by the FBI, right. he's now suing the FBI. Uh, of course there's, he is. I sue you. It's going to be so huge. <laughs> there's Biggest lawsuit in the history. It'll be huge. <laughs> How so much money? I destroy the FBI. The FBI is gonna work for me. <laughs> the FBI will be based out of the basement of Trump Tower. I'll make them all janitors. <laughs> so there's clear. So he's suing them based on the fact that there's clear corruption, and now he's saying, "I want a redo of the 2020 election." And he should. Yeah. So he's saying, "I want a redo of the 2020 election." I mean, there's the poll that might actually support his numbers. However, the speech then happens where Biden condemns the MAGA Republicans. Right. And he says, every MAGA Republican is an extremist. Right. You're all Nazis. Right. Because you don't want, you know. Right. The entire country to be taken over this by This is the same guy whose campaign trial said, what we need is, is what, what we need is, what? What? what we need is unity. <laughs> <laughs> unity through strength. And strength through faith. Faith we, through we, beaver vendetta. What? What? What happened? <laughs> what was that? What the fuck did you just say? We're going to build back better through unity. And now he's all like. I am the Senate. <laughs> I am the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Oh, I'm sorry. Right? So, I mean, and this is how democracy dies. And to so, thunderous applause. After that speech, many Democrats came out to say, "There's going to be a civil war." Yeah, it's not. They've been, but I mean, let's be real. 
there was threats of that like five years ago. Oh. It's, it's getting. I'm oh. getting a little tired of the. I, there's I gonna be civil war. I don't fucking I don't, do it or shut no, 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 up no, no, no. about see, it. See, but with them saying that, I think they're trying to push. Like, I agree. They're like, trying they're to like, just like Tom McDonald says. They're trying to set up a civil war. Yeah, it's not us. It's them. <laughs> and until we figure out, it's us against them. <laughs> you idiots. But it's true though. Like it's been this whole left versus right thing, and they're still trying so fucking hard. Yeah, it's just uh, it's working up here. I feel like it's working less in the states, and it's working up here really well. Oh yeah, I think yeah. that. You agree? Yeah, I'm surprised you feel that way. I feel like in the states they, they're starting to go. Wait a minute. Well, yeah, yeah. In the states, they're starting to go. Wait a minute, and that's why there's a big giant red wave. That's why Republicans are winning all across, <laughs> all across the states. But that but happens in, every time Democrats run the country. As soon as you get a Republican in fucking in the POTUS position, you get the motherfucking blues taking over the Senate and Congress the same way. Yeah, it's such a dumb fucking repetitive circle jerk cycle <laughs> it really is what's the definition of insanity mark <laughs> a circle doing jerk. the same thing over and over again expecting a different result or a circle jerk cycle i mean that's, that, that's a that's circle also- jerk cycle <laughs> is exactly that that is a fucking angry redneck way of saying doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result that is called a a a a a circle jerk cycle who's eating the toast <laughs> Who's having the limp biscuit for breakfast, right? Is it the Deftones or is it your mud vein? I don't know. <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah, but, People but, forget that band was named after a really, really, really gross game that nobody should ever. <laughs> I remember I was in high school. I'll be real right now. And I was in a band when I was like 15. And these guys thought it would be really funny to to all jerk off in a Pepsi can, okay, in the bathroom one by one. And then put it out for our bass player to drink. And then they took like footage of him like playing bass. And like we were doing footage of the band playing, right? So I took footage of everybody. But they the idea of the footage was to watch Mike play bass and stop and go to take a sip of this and, and be like, What the fuck is in this? And then throw it in into the bathroom and see what was like dripping out of it and like lose his mind. And they all thought it was super funny. And I remember coming home from school and being like, Mom <laughs> Yes, Alex. Uh, so my friends all jerked off in a Pepsi can and they made my friend drink it and they thought it was really cool and I thought it was fucked up and I left and I don't want to be in the band anymore. Am I an idiot? Am I a weirdo? What's wrong with me? Why does nobody like me? Why don't I fit in? I don't want to jerk off in a Pepsi can and make my friends drink it. I just wanted to play music with my friends. And she's like, it's okay, little Alex. You'll find kids who aren't fucked up to play with one day. <laughs> That's a real fucking story, I swear to God, man. <laughs> Props to Fathom from 2002. So when uh, when my band uh, settled the score, when we first played... If you guys oh, all no, jerked no, off at a Pepsi can at one time, I don't want to know about it. Uh, so I don't need... I don't even think it was out of the score. I think it was more dumb initials because we had uh, this guy on bass. His name was James. And... Uh, did to- he towards, I mean, there there was a point where we were sitting down and, well, I mean, at the ashtray, when we played the ashtray, otherwise known as the Atria, <laughs> uh, we, we were getting pitchers of beer, which was great. And then we had somebody offer to buy us beer if they could have our bases for the night. And we're like, sold! And our bases were like, no, <laughs> no, no, no! Was it a woman? Oh, yeah. A, yeah, a bigger yeah. woman? Uh, no, no, no. Just just an older woman. Okay. <laughs> we sold our bases for we a pitcher of beer. <laughs> now, that is all any bases should ever hope for in their yeah. band, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, you guys just think I'm worth some old seven-year-old pussy thinking. <laughs> our, our last show in the band... 
uh, because there was a little bit of turmoil. We had this idea that we were all going to do something ridiculous, wear something ridiculous. And, uh, <laughs> and with a little bit of turmoil that we had, we ended up arguing and not doing anything ridiculous. And the one person, the one person that <laughs> the beer that's upstairs in the freezer, <laughs> it is your time. It's your time to shine. Please. Can, can you please? Can you please? Pretty please. Before it explodes in our face. Okay. So the last show that we were playing there, um, we, we'd planned out that we were going to do everything uh, ridiculous for the last show. <laughs> Are you going to be okay? There you go. Don't fall up the stairs. And um, because because of the turmoil, we didn't end up doing anything. Any of the fun stuff? Any of the fun stuff. Yeah. But we didn't communicate with everybody that we weren't going to do it. So the bassist, he <laughs> 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 showed up uh, with no shirt and a painted six-pack on and, and a fucking gas mask. And he's just like, no And fuck. he's like... Guys, where's all your shit? <laughs> yeah, we didn't feel like it. Sorry, man. We're fucking fighting. <laughs> so, but, but, but I, yeah, I know. Just rock it. Just rock it. Just own it. <laughs> I will admit, man, that the, I hate being in bands where you feel like you got to make people do stuff. That's why I'm just like, at this age that we're, I think that's why you see so many bands out there where it's only like, like a two piece or there's like oh, backtracks but because like it's, it sucks to be, I've been in that situation. I've shown up to practice, you know, I was in a prog band, right. And our, so you have a, like, you know, you gotta be realistic with your music, right? I've always, I have this thing in life. My motto as a person is realistic expectations. And I think if you're in a band, you know, you have to have realistic. If, if That's you, why if, you got to promise the ladies mediocre time. Exactly. You got to go, hey, baby, do you want me to eat your pussy? Like uh, probably third or fourth best, maybe fifth best of your whole life. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, uh, yeah, that, can we try for fourth best? You're like, I'll try for fourth best, baby. Come here. You know what I mean? Like, just be realistic in your expectations, all right? Yeah. And it's the same with bands. Like, if you're in a band with two other guys and three other guys, and they all suck, maybe you should be like, well, this guy's good at chords. I'll make sure he just plays chords. Don't be like, I'm going to write Avenged Sevenfold leads, and he's going to play harmonies with me. Yeah. That is an unrealistic expectation. So if you're in a band with a great singer, maybe focus on that. You know what I mean? If you're in a band, you know, so we're a prog band. So our, our thing was, we're going to do shit that nobody else can do. We're yeah. going to do, you know, weird time signatures, and we're going to have crazy bridges, and we're going we're gonna, to, we have to do that. That's our thing. Yeah. So it what 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 does that require? It, it requires a lot of practice. You got to yeah. go home. So we had this one song. I decided I saw that said to everybody I was like, "Do you guys want to do polyrhythms?" They're like, "Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do that." So if you don't know what a polyrhythm is, it's when you decide to get into doing math while you're a musician. So <laughs> if somebody in the band is playing in 3/4 time, that would be me. I'm going one, two, three, 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 one, two, three. And Mark's over there, right? Hey, Mark. Hey. You're a drummer, right? Yeah. You play in four four? Okay. So you're gonna play in four four to me. So you're gonna go one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two. So if you take three and four and I go one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, and you're in right there with your four shit. After we get to twelve bars. Boom, there we go. That's where we're back. Yeah. So you get a polyrhythm where we line up. So yeah. you were in four and I was in three. That was kind of cool. Everybody just had to experience a little bit of Berkeley Music <laughs> College. So at that point, we would lock back up. So I had a band doing a three, four bit, uh, which would have been the bass player and the drummer. 
And then the, the keyboard player, which was my ex-wife, and me, we're in 4-4 doing a, a very progressive do 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 little kind of riff. And so we show up, and I'll, I just, the amount of times I'm like, did you break this? Did you fucking break this? Do you think you can just pull a polyrhythm out of your asshole? You think this just comes naturally? There's a reason we're better than the rest of them. It's because we practice. So anyways, my point is, if you've got a, if you got a gimmick, you got to go with it. And my our gimmick was just just practice, just go home and do it. If you do the same thing over and over again, you will get better at it. Yeah. And then when we actually, I swear to God, man, we'd show up to a practice and I go, "Did you guys all spend like an hour this week just looking at things?" And they go, "Yes, you're the best, Tamara." Do you guys just spend an hour? Just just one hour. And if if they all said yes, I swear to God, Mark, if they all just said yes. Then we would go, go, okay, start the song. And we do the, it was a really pretty beginning. It was very pretty, had a nice acoustic beginning. And then it got heavy. And then it got proggy. And then it got heavy. And then it got acoustic. It was perfect. Yeah. And we would go through it and it was flawless, flawless. And I just stopped the song. And as opposed to being excited that we got the song done and that we didn't fuck it up, I just look at them all like, you see what happens when you fucking listen to me? <laughs> right? It was really hard, man. Being in a band, I think, was harder than being in a relationship. I've had more successful relationships for longer periods of time than I've ever had bands. Oh, so, so well, yes. So in the band, I mean, you essentially have like... Four how, children in my opinion. Well, I mean, you have like three or four relationships, maybe even five or six relationships, right? If it's you're in not, a ska band, like 12 or 13. <laughs> yeah. If you're in Slipknot, like 15 or 16, it's out yeah. of control. So there was a point where uh, in in one uh, not okay. So when I was in uh, the band MDI, it got to a point where the politics just kind of overcame everything, and there was somebody who was trying to. So we had uh, I was on uh, guitar and vocals, and so was one of my buddies on guitar and vocals. And then it got to the point where this person's like, I don't know, man. I think I should take over the lead uh, vocals and and just be just be the guy. And so the basis. So it was a who's slapping their dick on the table yeah. situation. And, and so the, the, the basis was uh, his closest buddy. And uh, so he's like, yeah, I agree. And so then they turned to the drummer and the drummer's like, I'm not doing this. I'm not getting involved. Oh, and then the drummer gives me a ride home and he's like, just so you know, I would have picked you, but he's like, I don't, I don't want the politics of this. I, I, I don't want to be put in this position. I don't want this. And I was like, I get it, man. I don't want that. I did like when, when we, when him and I started what kind of this, child is three-year-old bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. When him and I started the band, it was like, okay, we're both front men. We're both, we both have lead in different songs. We're it was both, like a blink situation, yeah. like a blink thing, which is five done the same thing. Yeah. But it takes us like severe, like a bromance. It takes a real bromance to be able like, I think you and I could handle that. Like if yeah. you and I were in a band, I think we could fuck around with the, that the, stuff. I mean, there, there's one thing that I couldn't stand is if you have a set list and you've practiced that set list, Stick to the set Dude, list. I, anybody who thinks otherwise is an unprofessional fuckface. Right. I don't give a shit what you say. Bands that ha that get it done, that are signed, that are going somewhere, have set lists, and they rehearse them in that order. They have transitions between the songs, yeah. and it feels like a proper gig. It feels like a show. That's yeah. the separates the but men then, from the boys. But then I there's agree. That, but then there's, like, if this one person in the band is all like, well, there's a couple hardcore people over there, so we're going to change up this song. We're going to play this this hardcore song called Fuck Your Core. And it's like... Uh, I'll be honest, though. Changing the set on the fly is is a, is a 
is a bit of a of, of a time bomb because then you'll run out of that shit early. You know what I mean? Like that's why you have to develop the set before the gig. That's the whole purpose yeah. of having the set list is so that it's got flow. Yeah. So that maybe you start out with some heavier songs to grab their attention. It slows down in the middle with some stuff with that's got some clean parts so they know that you're you've got more to offer than that. Yeah. And then you finish with that four chord wonder song that is a bit poppy that goes, "Oh shit, this could be on the radio too." Yeah. You know, you don't start with the poppy radio shit and then get into the slow stuff. Everyone's fucking asleep by the time you get to the heavy stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's a reason that set lists have a flow and yeah. you gotta look at your audience too if you're bringing a bunch of people who know your shit give them the songs they know first exactly and then maybe throw a cover in at the end so that they don't lose interest you know like you i know you know everything i'm saying but it's just like but it's hard to explain like you and i get this but to explain that natural like that that ability to read the room i look at it like reading the room like just yeah. being able to read the fucking room if you can't develop a set for the audience you're gonna have before you get there you're not in the right fucking trade get a <laughs> job at walmart you know I, I gotta say, uh, so something in the episode where we were messing around with the Spark amp, something that the people didn't get to hear was afterwards, my little guy came out with a challenge, and and he was like, "Can you guys play this?" And he started playing like uh, <laughs> it was fucking insane. He started playing the the Cuphead soundtrack. <laughs> <which is actually laughs> That's what it literally is, fucking sounds which like. Which is actually pretty crazy. So. So one thing that Alex is good with is like he's good with the, the notes, the note names, and he'll be like, oh, yeah, I think that's a G. I think that's – and, you know, we'll go from there. But with me, I just have the ear. He's just listening. And so uh, so in every band that I've been in, if somebody's like, oh, I want to cover this song, yeah, we can look at the tabs or I'll sit down and just play with it. Figure it and the out. cool thing with this, this Spark amp is now I can just like – because it's got the the backing track capabilities yeah. that I could just turn on the Bluetooth on my phone, play the song, and uh, and just mess around with it. And I already did that for that song. Uh, I'm not pretty because I told you I wanted to. Oh yeah, yeah, cover. yeah. Because so you I wanted did that to do it. I was it. like, all right, cool. I already got this. I'm <laughs> loving it, man. I hope you'll let me rip a little lead on it, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'll bring the JP over. You let me just do a little fucking thing in the bridge for like 20 seconds, yeah. maybe. I'm looking, it's going to be, I'm going to tell you right now, when I was on a, we were on an episode a few weeks ago and I was like, the shop pod's got really cool shit coming in the future and like bringing the spark amp on was really fucking cool and having you go out to the Pierre poly everything and, and get footage of that and have, have some stuff to bring back. Like we're going to be rocking that kind of shit. Like we're, right. we're, we're going to be out there. We're going to be out there fucking getting, getting uh, footage and interviews from, from, from stuff that's happening local. There's going to be an Oshawa mayoral election. And you fucking wait for how fucking bad I'm going to get. I'm going to be all over that shit. Like, we're going to get into the politics stuff, but we're also going to get into the music stuff. Like, I'm serious. I want to bring the uh, bring the guitars in again and do some more jamming with that and do some more live songs. And uh, just, you know, maybe we play the sea shanty. You know, I want to get <laughs> yeah. into just, if we cut a track of something, I want to be able to, you know, I want to be yeah. able to play that. When, when you finish their cover, we're going to play that. We're going to play it on every episode for like a, for a month when you get that done up. And I hope you'll give me a little spot. Give me a little lead spot, bro. Give me a little lead spot. Now well, we got I mean, with, with, uh, with uh, Christmas coming back around, I mean. Can we do a Christmas song together? Oh, we're going to do a Christmas song this year. I mean, Santa, my dude. It'll be great. We're going to do that, but we also, I want to do the Blink song. I want to do the, I won't be home for Christmas. <laughs> it's like my favorite, it's my favorite Christmas song ever. I'm doing it live on air. You'll jam with me. I'll give you the rhythm parts. 
What is? I, I we should do one Christmas song every even, week in December. What, what is the name of that fucking song? I can't even think of it. It's it's Christmas Eve and I've only wrapped two fucking presents. Happy Christmas holidays, Eve. you bastard! That's it. <laughs> I know all of that shit. <laughs> but yeah, we should do. I won't be over Christmas. We should do uh, Santa, my dude. We should do all that. We should. We're gonna do one each month. Each. Uh, we do one each week in December. I mean, I would love to see if, uh, like, I just hit up uh, some mastering to bring the levels up on Santa, my dude, and see if I could deliver it to a radio station and be like, hey, can you do it? Yeah, do I, it. I would love to. Fucking do it. <laughs> Take it over to 94.9. Yeah. I was cool. actually laughing the other day. I don't really want to promote other radio stations or anything like that because we're not about that. You should listen to nothing but the shot button, the shot button all the time. That's right, nothing but. But um, <laughs> uh, I was in the car getting a ride out to work with a buddy of mine, and he was like listening to 97.7 because they got rid of Biggs and Bar for some fucking reason because I thought those guys were great. Yeah. And there's these two new guys who I don't remember their names. But either way, they sound like me. One of them sounds just like me. The other guy just sounds like a boring generic radio voice. But I've never thought I have a very good radio voice. I've always, whenever we listen back to episodes, I'm always like, Mark's <laughs> voice is so good. And my no, voice is... I mean, is- I disagree because you got that Charlie Day effect to your voice. <laughs> And then, and then, but like, there are so many things. Uh, so there was uh, one day that I was just lying in bed with Tamara and just going over all the the, the sound clips uh, in my phone from making all the snippets. The for, thirty for second the clips that we use for promo. Yeah, and uh, if if you don't know what I'm talking about, you definitely need to check out our Instagram. Follow the Instagram because I post. Go on Instagram just the and just search the shot pod with a zero in yeah. shot. And, and there's so many times where like... Do it right now. No, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm not, you need to stop. Whatever you're doing pause, right now... Pause. So here you are. Podcast. Here you are. You're, on, you're using your phone to listen to the podcast, right? Yeah, you are. So now you're looking at your phone. You're unlocking it. You're opening Instagram. We're going up to the search button. You're what are searching they? the shot S-H-0-T-P-O. pod. S-H-0-T-P-O-D. Now press the enter button. There you go. Now there we are. Okay, so now we can move on. Yeah. So... <laughs> In the in those uh, clips there, there's there's somewhere where you were talking about uh, instead of a black hole, it was a white hole. You're like, oh, it's the opposite of ah. like the, the tone of your voice. I was like, oh, man, it's so funny. I like the one where we're talking about if you get your girl a bottle of wine and she didn't expect it. Like I did. Sometimes you post some of the really dirty shit I say, and I'm like. Man, like, I don't know. Why you got to hang me out to dry like that? Like, those, I say that shit at the end of the episode when most people have stopped listening. You know what I mean? Or or when only the people that really are, like, in, that are really with us are listening. Like even- and you're like, now that's what I'm going to put right out there in the forefront. So if you buy her a bottle of wine and she wasn't expecting it, she's got a chong on your cock so motherfucking hard you might but, die. But, right? like, the, the, just... Thanks, cert- Mark. Just certain tones that you make. So, like... The, the white hole thing where you're like, yeah. And then, and then there's, uh, and then when we were talking about K, and you're like, but that's me. Like, you went <laughs> fucking high voice. <laughs> but that's me. <laughs> no, yeah, it's uh, the, the, the precious moments of each episode. I think one of the, I'm, I'm shitting on you, but I don't know why. Because by, by taking, yeah, a, by taking that disgusting. end of the episode. What mo- did you eat today? It wasn't Taco Bell, was it? <laughs> One of the one of, one of the the good things about doing that is that it makes people want to like listen to the end of the episode. Like, oh shit, I'm an hour and forty minutes in, and that's when I heard the clip that yeah. that drew me to the episode. Right? It's actually good marketing. So I will give you I, I will I'll give you props. That's the thing about the the clips is you can hear a clip and it's like oh, but if that's just one thirty second segment of this podcast, what what does the rest sound like? Exactly. And so you got to try to take the part that encompasses at least our personalities and what we're joking about 
I just get mildly offended when you choose the most grotesque, <laughs> disgusting, usually womanizing part of what I'm saying. I love you, ladies. It's I'm so a feminist. I'm a feminist Alex. in my heart. It's so misogynistic. I'm still pissed off that women got. Why don't you just fucking grab her by the pussy? I I tried, but she got <laughs> mad and she grabbed me by my balls. And I was like, ah! <laughs> yeah, I can't handle it. <laughs> All right, third one. <sighs> We're an hour and a half in. So you voted for the conservative party leader. Yeah. And you give them like a, a list in the order of like who you want. So you have like a, this is my number one. And then you have like a, but if that doesn't work out, I'll take this guy. And you yeah. can do that the whole way down. Yeah. Who was your number two? My number two was Roman Babber. So if Roman ends up winning, because let's be honest, I'm all about Pierre. I'm all about that motherfucker, but he's like us. He's, a, he's, he likes to get mouthy. <laughs> in the House of Commons, he's uh he's I wouldn't call him an extremist, but by a lot of people's but, standards, he is. Yeah. He's got a mouth on him. But the only reason why I chose him over all the others, one because I've seen him battle, uh, two because he's you've seen him battle rap Eminem exactly. Uh, Even he's Thanos the, can't he's compare to that. Literally, the only member of Parliament that has said he would make it illegal to get involved with the WEF. I like this. And that's, that's, that's like a big selling point for me. I want us not involved with the World Economic Forum. My biggest thing with him is that our gasoline is ours, motherfucker. Yeah. Why are we Let's mining oil? Why on our own supply? Why are we in fucking Alberta paying people to mine fucking all these fossil fuels, and then we send it to the States to get refined in a, in a climate that's not ideal. I'm actually learning about the process of refining fuel <laughs> through this motherfucker. Like, yeah. I love that. I love that. Like, why? It doesn't make any sense on so many levels. It's, it's, it's cheaper to do it here, and our climate is better suited for it. Yeah. Fuck all y'all. I'm all about somebody that wants to keep it homegrown. He wants to just keep things local, and that's big for me. Okay, so... My second choice was Roman Babber, obviously, uh, because of his stance on the climate change stuff. Which is? Which is the plant 500,000 more trees to deal with their own carbon emissions because it's less than 2%. Yes. So Charging a bunch of middle-class people a carbon tax to get to work is not going to solve the <laughs> fact that China and India are still pumping 4.8 okay, so, billion tons of pollution into the atmosphere. So yeah, I'm with that. I've mentioned a few times the YouTube channel Redacted, and they had uh, an environmental scientist on there who said, who actually gives you the option to go to the website to punch in um, climate change numbers. And... And so he, he still says, like, he ran, he ran the numbers himself, and he says, you can run these numbers yourself if you want to double-check me. But it's still true that when you run the numbers, by 2030 or whatever that they're talking about, uh, the carbon emissions from mankind is still, like, less than, like, one one-hundredth of a fucking percent. <laughs> like it's like, it's something, it's something fucking retarded like that. It's like, okay. so it doesn't matter anything that mankind does to fucking try to curve their fucking carbon emissions. Because in the end, it's only like one, one hundredth of a percent regardless. It, it, it's what so is, fucking stupid. What is a one, 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 one hundredth of a percent? The, uh, 
so with our current numbers, that if you run it, what do you mean our numbers? What do you mean by our? Like, like the world's fucking numbers? Oh, the whole planet. Yeah, all of us. Yeah. Okay. And if you run it to like a certain fucking certain year, like the twenty thirty or twenty fifty or whatever, the uh, the numbers either way say like, oh yeah, we're still at like one one hundredth of a percent of. It doesn't 1%, make any difference, and it, it's not going to make a difference. So so it's just it's like this it's like it's like I've always said about Apple. Like Apple tells you it's better. Apple tells you that it is a superior product and then you go and buy it because well, that's the what they said. But it's the not. Funny, it's the, the same the shit funniest, that comes the out of another place. The thing with Apple is be, uh, everything that they announce that's new, Android already has. Well, so my point is is that they've marketed it to you so that it's superior. So you, you go get... How many people do you know that are like, well, Apple's just better? I know a lot of these people. They're funny. I I giggle to them. They well, they're, they're mean, about to go finance you, a Tesla. You can you can giggle to them all you want, but I mean, as I said, I'm switching from Android to fucking because I'm so tired of the response issues that I'm have having fun with, with that. my fucking Android. Have fun with it. With, have fun with it. Have fun with it. Remember <laughs> when Tamara tried to send me a video there a couple months ago? Yeah, have fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll be able to see that video. <laughs> yeah, you will. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the rest of the world will be like, "All right, we'll enjoy your Apple bubble." Well, I mean, and also the fact that uh, Parler, that controversial app that was banned, is still banned off of Android, but is allowed on Apple. True Social, Donald Trump's social networking platform, banned on Android but allowed on Apple. Oh my God, I'm confused and I stopped giving a fuck 10 minutes ago. Everything is just, I'm offended that you're offended by me taking offense. It just seems to be the way it goes, man. It seems like... The, the twi- I mean, right now, Trump can build a wall if he wants to. I mean... <laughs> he got pretty far into building the one he was doing and uh, now they're just and like... And then they, then they shut it down and then they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Maybe, maybe he was right. It's kind of funny because they have this huge problem in the southern states right now. It's like this oh, this massive amount of immigrants taking jobs and fucking everything up. And nobody wants to talk about it because it'll just make Trump look right. <laughs> but it's like everywhere. Like it's a pretty anybody who lives in Texas or Arkansas or any of these places. It, it, it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's kind of like the, the whole British Columbia thing. You know what I mean? Like it's just nobody wants to talk about the actual news. We just want to talk about. I don't know how much money Frozen 2 made. Because <laughs> that's what's much more important. I've been watching the last few seasons of South Park because they put that 25th anniversary episode out where they went, where they played this big show in Colorado where Les Claypool came out and Rush came out, even though Neil's dead. And they had uh, one of the guys from South Park, I think it was Matt or Trey, was on drums while the Getty and Alex played. Yeah. And I, I haven't seen the show yet, but I am going to watch that concert and I'll give a review on it maybe on the next episode if I can get through between now and then. But I'm super stoked to watch it. And I just think it's really cool because, you know, it kind of inspired me to go back and, and watch season 20 you know 19 and 20 and kind of catch up to where we are now and it's 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 hard been hard to watch i watched the pandemic special and i watched the vaccination special i haven't seen and i want to and i'll probably watch it tonight actually. it's hard to watch streaming wars yeah it's, it's yeah that one it's it's the whole thing's hard to watch because for me like i'm very disconnected from it like i'm very disappointed with us as a people because we've just not We've, we're not all in this together and not even fucking close, you know? So watching it, most people are sitting back and they're like, oh, I really like this episode. It's funny. It's not funny to me. Yeah. It's it's sad to me, which is, that's I don't know, I think it's part of, it's weird. Like there's a lot of what's going on in the world I can laugh at. But when I'm watching South Park make fun of vaccinations and make fun of Trump and stuff, I don't think it's funny. It's scary. 
It yeah. scares the shit out of me because I'm like, people's children are being raised in this world. Well, I mean, I mean, the, the scariest thing was the Orange Man Bad campaign because, I mean, you've mentioned a few times that nobody focuses on what he his act- foreign policies, what, what, what he actually did. Everybody no. focuses on like the early shit, like the bad shit. Not even early. It's just the, throughout his entire presidency, they would throw something else out. Oh, he fucked a porn star. Oh, he said grab a girl by the pussy. Oh, he did this. Oh, he did that. And it no, was no, like, yeah, you're not. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. We get it. Okay. Yeah. He's a piece of shit that's out there right now fighting so that we don't end up part of the new world order. Yeah. Can we please support that? Apparently not. No. Apparently we no. want to be part of it. So yeah. here we are. <laughs> See how that goes for you. I mean, the scary thing is we talk about uh, citizens of certain countries becoming more or less cannon fodder while politicians are playing games. So we can talk about that like in the the Ukraine and Russian war and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, if something were to happen because of, quote, sanctions put against these other politicians and then something happens and, you know, it'll come down to like, oh, let's blame these guys, let's blame these guys. And it's like, well, no, you know. So, okay, so Serbia right now is not going by what the West wants. So when the West is saying, oh, you should make your uh, your your sanctions and your donation, you, you should make your donations to Ukraine and your sanctions to Russia, Serbia's like, I don't want any part of that. I want to service my people. I want to... And, Which is what they should do. And that's where the loss in translation comes from because most of the people on the West side aren't actually focusing on their fucking citizens. The uh, there was a, a member, a, a politician in Germany, who literally said, "Yeah, it's gonna get cold this this winter <laughs> because we have to support Ukraine." It's like, or you can just so what? Like people in first world countries are willing to suffer so the Ukraine can do okay. Yeah. So why? So they're focusing on Ukraine and not themselves. It's like, okay, well, why you're about to not have any heat and guess. Winter is the time when most people die. We actually talked about a homeless man in fucking yeah, Oshawa. We did talk about him dying last and, winter and froze on a fucking hill just outside of Costco. Yeah, like on Division Street behind Costco. Yeah, yeah, at Adelaide and um, Division, Adelaide and Division, or Adelaide and Ritson would be the main intersection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty fucking sad. Yeah. that was last winter. What the fuck do you think this winter is going to look like when so it's people $50 in Germany, for so, a turkey? So people in Germany right now are racing off into forests and chopping down all the trees to have wood for this winter. Yeah. Because they know it's going to be a cold one. Uh-huh. Like, holy fuck. <laughs> this is the I, world we live in, boys. And you know their leaders... They're not going to be cold this winter. No, 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 no. Of course not. They're going to be like, oh, yes, we know we have to make the sacrifice uh, for Ukraine. You'll be cold, but I'm going to be nestled snug by my fucking furnace and fire. You can bet the rich people will have a nice, fresh 50-pound turkey being cooked this Christmas. But I'm telling you, this is going to be the first Christmas in a long time that middle-class people are going to be like, so I think there's a chicken (laughs) at the store that's like three pounds. I just picture you kind of... As Tiny Tim on a single fucking crutch. Please, sir, can I over, have some Going more? over to the fire, rubbing your hands. Oh, it's a cold oh, one it's today. A, it's a cold one today. <laughs> oh, my buttocks is just a shivering we is. Oh, no. Oh, my. If it weren't for all these dirty commies, maybe we'd actually have some heat. 
Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice if we actually had a politician who actually cared about the people in their own fucking country rather than this globalist agenda and focusing on The fuel on alone, country. the fucking oil in the West alone would be able to keep be able to keep us afloat and be able to, to, to take a lot of the provinces that are hurting right now and sustain them. Yeah. They really, really fucking would. There's also a real um, lack of distribution of wealth amongst the provinces to the East Coast because they're suffering because they've fished themselves to death. <laughs> so, and the West Coast, which has all this fuel and oil that they can sell, and they're not making enough money off of it for, to feed the country the way they should. So if somebody got in power that actually knew what the fuck to do with all that it would be interesting to see the west feed the east the way it's supposed to i think the company is called gazprom i think that's the the russian gas company um so a while ago i actually announced this on a few episodes back that uh many of the nato and eu nations said that they weren't going to give russia the full money for their gas they said that, that we're gonna pay what we want to pay for their gas and uh i tried that at walmart the other day I got I got arrested, <laughs> and and uh, and Russia just cut off the gas to France. Yeah. So now Germany and France. No gas for you. <laughs> no gas for you, comrade. <laughs> Were you enjoying your heat? It's September. You will want it next month. Yeah. Right now they're just like oh, I don't fucking need you. Oh shit, it's getting a little chilly at night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now, but now Germany and Canada has signed an agreement. That uh, Canada's going to help out Germany with their gas crisis. Because we have so much of it. Uh, uh, not coming from us. I mean, it'll be our fucking supply that we're getting from overseas. Oh, the supply that we buy from the States? Or the supply that we buy from the Saudis? I think it's from the Saudis. Ah, the Saudis. The stuff that we're paying fucking like, what was it, like three fifty a barrel right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks, guys. Like, I just, you can't fix stupid. I can't do it. I can't do it, boy. <laughs> I just want them to use their promises. I just want them to use their comments. I'm so I'm I'm really curious with what they're trying to pull, uh, alcohol wise. So, oh, I heard about them closing the LCBO. Did you hear about this? I didn't hear about I that. I heard they want to close all the LCBOs because apparently Walmart and Costco selling booze is just making it too much competition and they can't keep up. Well, that that's crazy because like when I was on my way to get you tonight, I was telling Tamara, I was like, yeah, I'm going to stop, maybe get some hard root beers. And then I was like, fuck, it's six o'clock. I can't. Yeah. And honestly. they don't they don't have that at Walmart or Superstore no, or anywhere don't. else. No, so, but. What I'm curious about in regards to alcohol is there are actually uh, news commentators, reporters, journalists that are they're st stating that uh, the safety regulations around alcohol has changed. And now they're saying even two drinks a week can be bad for you. Now, everybody knows that alcohol is poison to the body. It's been a fact forever. <laughs> Your body fucking rejects it. You're killing brain cells. That's what you're doing. Well, I mean, you're you're poisoning your liver, and your liver filters. Take that it. liver, you slut. <laughs> your liver filters that out. But here, here my, li my liver is just like harder, daddy. But but here's the funny thing, and I, and I, and I read this a while ago that uh, coffee's bad for your heart, but good for your liver. Beer is good for your heart and bad for your <laughs> bad for your liver. So it's you like You can a count cycle. the fucks I give on no hand. So it, it so it's a cycle. So it's like, well, as long as I drink coffee You're and talking beer, to a guy that rolled over and had sun chips for breakfast. <laughs> okay, I don't where, give a where, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Were they cheese or garden salsa? Onion. Okay. The green bag. Okay. It's my favorite. 
right. I, like, I've just, honestly. Did, did you did you grind them up and put them in a bowl with some milk? I snorted them. That'd be I really just ground weird. them up real good. And then I just, that's how I do. Yeah, I did be like, like amber, amber bump, bump of sun chips. <laughs> amber bump of sun chips. And then I continued oh, to drink. Oh, did you hear about the, the crazy shit with her? Like she, <laughs> What's she going was on busted, with her? She was busted for human trafficking. What? Because uh, there's, uh, there's, I don't know if it's her little girl uh, or whether she's paying a little for a little girl to take fucking photo ops with. What? Yeah. That's some So I don't know if she's shit. fucking pawning out her kid for money for for photo ops or but either way she's Amber's she's, the next level she, fucked up. She's getting busted for human She is so fucked up I'm guaranteed positive she's going to be my next wife. <laughs> 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 no, you guys won't let that happen, yeah, right? You're gonna yeah. keep me on the street. You're gonna be like, so I fucked up. What do you mean you <laughs> fucked up? So I'm seeing this girl. So me and Amber, Amber are going out on Thursday. <laughs> no, it's not true. It's not true. I have a perfectly awesome psychotic bitch that I'm with now that will be keep me away from the Ambers of the world. It'll be a good thing. <laughs> All I have to say is this. So how was your camping trip? <laughs> I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna talk about camping right now. I gotta this say, is... I saw something of a black bear. <laughs> oh, did you? Okay, yeah. so the bear almost fell in our fucking tent, dude. <laughs> I was sort of no, it was it was mild chaos, but it was a lot of fun. Um, I don't understand why people spend fifty weeks of the year working their ass off and coming home and sleeping in a soft bed in a warm room. Why they spend the two weeks a year that they're not doing that sleeping on the ground in the cold or in the humidity and cooking food over some propane fire. I don't get it. I don't quite understand the whole camping thing, but when hot women ask you to take them camping so that you can hang out with them while they're in their bikinis swimming around <laughs> in the lake, you just fucking do it. You just go, yeah, that sounds like a fuck. That sounds like a good time. I'll be there. Camping is fun. It is a lot of work that I don't get. There's cottages you can rent for a bunch of money, but that's not really camping. <laughs> why do people, why are you going to go camping and then so, rent a cottage? Like I, I kind of, so I'm in this weird place where I'm glad that I, I showed up and we set up a tent and we did everything we were supposed to do. But I also feel like a complete loser because they showed up and they're just like, oh, everything's already good to go. It was less work for them. I also sliced open my foot on a zebra muscle and my foot <laughs> bled for four fucking days. But you straight. lived. You I survived, but there was a lot of blood involved. A lot of blood involved. I did not see the end of it. It was a lot of pain. Every time I'd go put my foot in my shoe, it would rip open and start bleeding again. Yeah. I was walking down the street. There's just like this puddle of blood where my shoe stepped. So I was like, yep, all this for hot women. That's, that's how we roll. But either way, it was a lot so of fun. Georgian Bay is like the smallest or whatever park we were in was the smallest national park in Canada. Algonquin's the biggest one, so they're like kind of right beside each other. Yeah. Would I do it again? Of course. It was a lot of fun. Um, the, the, it was pretty funny when we got bitched at by the neighbors next to us because we were playing guitars at 1230 at night. Yeah. I was like, you guys are not from the same world we are. You are so lucky it is 1230 and the only noise you're hearing from this fucking tent's yeah, a guitar. Like, the, the curfew, like, you know, the curfew is so... There's no curfew! I paid $150 for this fucking campsite. God damn it. I'm going to pay what I want. So I I have to tell you the story. So when uh, when our mutual friend was my roommate and, <laughs> and we went out camping. Oh, you went camping with my, with our boy? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, shit. It, it was kind of funny. So Ethan, he was maybe. And you brought your children. He was maybe eight or nine. And we get out there. uh it's kind of starting to rain uh, the first night. And so I'm like, all right, let's get our tent set up. We get it set up. 
he's setting his tent up and uh and Ethan he just he goes on this gloating spree. He's all like, Oh, we got our tent set up first. Ah! But then but then our mutual friend he gets extra pissed off because he put his tent up on, on like a little bit of a hill. So now he's like he's actually almost like yelling. Like he's like Fuck blah blah! I had to fucking redo this. I had to find another area. So he, so like when he starts yelling, I'm like, Ethan, Ethan, shh, stop, just leave him, just, just leave him alone, just let him go. <laughs> just, he's not in a good way right now. <laughs> <laughs> I saw people like this at our side. There was some young kids, like 1920, further, like right near the beginning, like right near the the main place. Yeah. And I said to I said to to, to her, I said, Hey, do you? You want to if you want to see something funny, go down and look at these kids. And it was so because they're like, you know, hey, how does this go? Like asking how their tent gets set. It's just funny to watch people struggle camping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so he finally moves his tent, and whatever, and uh, it's all right. We we kind of sleep through the the first night of the rain, whatever, and it was fine. Uh, the next day, so so the next day it starts raining in the day, and and I'm super duper tired. And uh, I'm like, oh, man, the, the rain on the tent, the pitter-patter. I'm like, I need that. I need that ambiance to sleep. <laughs> Dude, I know. It's like the so, best. So I was like, so, Ethan, do you want to, like, come for a nap? He's like, no. And uh, and uh, I went to the store at on the campgrounds, and uh, they had, like, a mini golf set. And I was like, okay, cool. And Blake said, I'll play mini golf. And I was like, sweet. You can play mini golf with the mini while I go fucking Pass nap. the fuck out. So I did. I went to nap. And it, and it was great. And then that night, like, like, like it was like eight or nine. It's it's getting dark, and our mutual friends like, I'm going to bed. I'm like, serious? At nine? Yeah. I'm like, we brought beer. To okay, I drink. can't. You know what? I can't really talk shit because I'll, I'll be real. So I got up at like seven in the morning on one of the days, and I started day drinking. I was yeah. like, I had palm bays, so I started pounding the palm bays and sipping Jaeger. And then at five o'clock, I passed. Out. We ate, and I passed out like <laughs> fucking boom. Like she couldn't wake me up if she shot me in the leg, <laughs> right, right? So, so then, but then I woke up at like seven thirty, eight o'clock, and I was like, all right, let's fucking let's 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 go swimming. Let's let's have at it. Let's have a good camp time. Yeah. But I needed that nap so bad. I can't day drink like I used to. Yeah. No. So he, not the man I used to so be. So he goes to bed, and then I'm like, "Well, I'm not going to bed." So I'm like, "Okay, well, I'm up with Ethan. So what do I do?" I'm like, "We're sitting around a campfire. I crack a couple beers. I'm like, I'm not going to get tanked with my kid around." But I pulled out those those books, scary stories, more scary stories. To tell oh shit! And so I, I used reading. to bring my guitar, and I tell them scary stories over scary music. So I I read them those books. And I love that I did that because recently, I, I actually didn't get him for him, <laughs> but recently he, he said, oh, I'm going camping with my friends. Can I have those books? And I still have them in the garage, but he didn't like, he asked me for them one night. I forgot about it. And I mean, I would have given them to him, but like, I just love that he remembered that. Did he, he remember that at he all? He wanted to do the same thing just to, man, have you seen the movie with Guillermo del, well, he was the one that made it, Guillermo del Toro? Scary stories to tell in the dark. I feel like I, I've seen everything Guillermo's done, but I'm having a mind fart on this. Was it before he was a big deal? No, 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 no. Is this, this recent? This, yeah, this came out a couple of years ago. After The Shape of Water? Uh, yes. Shit, I need to get caught up on this. <laughs> I have not seen all of Guillermo's so shit now. It, it is such... Because I've seen Hellboy, and I've seen... 
uh, like Pants Labyrinth, and I've seen the, that first one he did about the fucking ghost Mexican kids on that farm or whatever the fuck that was about. <laughs> what a scary bunch of shit that was. I just love everything he's done. Hellboy yeah. is like my favorite shit ever. Too. It's it's really good because I mean you just think of what he can do special effect wise. Yeah, and so like it's it's I I, I, I do respect the special effects side of Guillermo del Toro, but I'll tell you right now the thing that sells me on him is his stories. Like the the special effects add to it, oh, yeah. but the fucking this oh. Pan's Labyrinth is still one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, yeah. That was really good. It kills me. Nah, it kills me, man. It's just the scene where the guy beats Buddy's face in with a (laughs) bottle. To go Uh, from that to the pale man, and then to go from the pale man to the way they end it. Ugh. Oh, it's just so good, man. <laughs> I would say him and Nolan might be my favorites, but they're so opposite. So yeah. so polar opposite. Yeah. Fuck, man. <laughs> What's the next movie you're looking forward to going to see? The next movie. Um, oh, uh, Trick or Treat is, ah! a, is a Halloween classic, but it's getting a theatrical release. I'm looking forward and to it. And just this. because it's getting a theatrical release, I am very excited for that. You should check this out. Oh, yeah, for sure. It, you it set is, it up. It is such a good movie. Uh, it's just, it's it's got its multiple tales throughout it. It's not led by a host like the Crypt Keeper from right. Tales from the Crypt, but it, it just has like three or four different short stories, but it still has its kind of main story with the, the uh, pumpkin head sack boy costume yes kid. yes yes yeah if we end up doing some phantom farm shit together or we end up going out to to do some some haunted house shit we should get some we'll get some like you know like i said i'm gonna take some footage of it or whatever and we'll put it up on the show we should do it we should do it we'll make it a i fun. mean one thing that i do love about the shop out logo is the orange and black it's halloween we're, colors well let's be honest let's be fucking real okay halloween is our shit oh yeah i love course. christmas christmas is a very close second yeah but halloween is it? Oh yeah, it's always sure. been it. I used to have giant Halloween parties when I was with the ex-wife, where we'd have thirty people over, and every you didn't dress up, you weren't allowed to fucking come. <laughs> yeah. I did Jay and Silent Bob. I did Batman. I did Son of the Hedgehog one year, and then this uh, my friend did Tales, like a sexy ass Tales. It was fucking hilarious. Like I I love Halloween. It's gonna be good shit. I'm trying to figure out because th- this girl is a super Halloween nutcase too. So we're trying to figure out what we want to do. Yeah. For Halloween, we got to do something though. We got to do something. We got to come up with something. We we're thinking about doing. Uh, I don't know. I really like the new Batman. I wanted to do. I wanted to try and do Pattinson. Yeah. Uh, be, I mean, I was trying to look. In my, hey, hey, Mark. Hey, what? Mark. What? I'm Batman. Okay. Don't tell anybody. All right, I won't. But if you need anything, I'm also Bruce Wayne. So I got a lot of money. You know. Okay. If you have trouble with your bills. Anyways, continue with what you're saying. All right. So. Because I was trying to look in the calendar, and there's the shitty thing about uh, having your kids every other weekend. I'm trying to look in the calendar to see when do I have my kids next for Halloween? And it's in I think five or six years. <laughs> what? Five it's or six. Five years. years? You yeah. gotta change that around. You gotta be like, nah, nah. So next year, I didn't have them last year. This year, I get them. Yeah. Do like a two weeks it's, on it's, two I weeks mean, off. It's tricky because Parker lives three hours away, so it's not like I can just drop whatever and go. See Parker, right? So it's like, okay, so now I now I'm just trying to think of the plans that I can do for the kids. It's like, okay, well, if I get Parker the weekend before Halloween, but we you'll always get to take Taya. Will probably still go. Will Taya go out with you anymore? Or is she like, fuck you? I'm going out with my friends. She's going out with her friends, and then we drive around the neighborhood to make sure that she doesn't get like abducted. 
Well, I mean, we kind of stay close by. It's not that we're watching her. She's kind of doing her own thing. And we're just driving around <laughs> but listen, you guys are listen, listening to Halloween music. That's what we did last year. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. <laughs> Spooky, scary skeletons going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you get the Rob Halford going <laughs> with the fucking We Three Kings, right? You get some <laughs> <of> <laughs> I love I love the heavy Halloween music, man. I've got a whole playlist of really, really, really heavy shit like King Diamond and fucking Rob Halford doing yeah. We Three Kings and all this kind of crazy shell that's more of a christmas thing but i'm just saying i was gonna say we three kings i just uh, love uh, rob alford has christmas shit too man They've, it's 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 really there's a lot of good halloween and christmas music out there if you know where to look and where to dig for it it's yeah. just, i think god uh, the king diamonds fucking this um they have this is halloween and they have no presents for christmas which is a really good song too. And I think uh, Twisted Sisters got Halloween music that's really good too. Anyways, we're going to do a bunch of reviews of like nasty Halloween and for music. Those, okay, so there's always been a debate and it doesn't matter because it's two fucking holidays. Nightmare Before Christmas is a Halloween movie and a Christmas movie. I think of it more of a, more of a Christmas movie, but it's still about Halloween Town becoming Christmas. So it's both. Die Hard's a Halloween or a Christmas movie, in my opinion. So therefore, <laughs> a Nightmare Before Christmas is obviously both. Like I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's just it's it's like why are we pineapples okay on pizza too? It just it doesn't mean no. I'm gonna share my pizza no. with. You. Fuck you. <laughs> it is not, that does not belong on pizza. It's just, I don't want any of it. You can put it on your pizza. No. Just get yourself your own fucking no. pizza. See, I'm all about you do you kind of thing. But if you're talking about pineapple on pizza, I don't want any part of you. We got a line in the sand. Uh, no, you heard me. <laughs> Alex is about to witness a domestic. And on that note, we have to go. <laughs> oh my God. Is the shot pot available on YouTube? Yeah, it is. You got to go on YouTube and search Shot Pod with a zero in shot. We're also on Facebook. So you can go check us out there and like and subscribe. Instagram. We're on the Instagram, which I already walked you through like you were half <laughs> yeah. retarded, so you can get that. Uh, we're on iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google, we're on Apple, Spotify, www.theshotpod.com. Just make sure you put that zero in shot. Leave a testimonial and you might win some free merch. Who knows? Halloween is coming. Episode 43 over. <laughs> <laughs>